Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. News of the Earth. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and joining me this week, for the first time, it's Nick Mason. Welcome. What's the, what is this place? <laughs> What's going on? Mason, I was joking. Oh. You've been here before. Yeah, I'm here. I've been here for years, and I'm jaded now. <laughs> Ugh, this place. Ugh. Nice. Ugh. Happy to see the bloody back of us. <laughs> but no, not yet, because you've got to... Do this and probably a whole lot more. I should episodes. find a happy medium, shouldn't I? Between, yeah. between what naive you, babe in the woods and this guy who's sick. Normal this. guy. I can be my normal you can self. Be normal. But I like doing podcasts. James, it's a wonderful night for a podcast. It Let me tell you is. that much. Uh, Mason, I tell you what, it's a big week as well because it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which we'll talk about. And if That's people right. want to skip to that, they can. There'll be a time code. Mm. Collings who edits this, he'll do it. I mean, it'll cost you. Yeah. We've implemented a new system. What's that? Oh, you have to put a coin in. Yeah, to your just, phone. <laughs> just jam it in. <laughs> There's a, there'll be a seam. There'll yeah, be a seam somewhere. One. Just jam the coin in. We'll make sure it's like our currency. We don't want whatever. Yeah, yeah. only goldies too. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any. No silver coins over here. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a 50-cent coin. I don't. You don't like the shape of the 50-cent coin? They're annoying. I love it's too them. big. It's too big for They're a coin. They're my favorite. They're too big, Mason. They're my favorite. Hate them. Wow. Get rid of them all. Anyway, squeeze one into your phone. Yeah, you can yeah. skip to Guardi- the Guardians of the Galaxy review. Otherwise, you're going to have to sift through the rest of this garbage. They're only good for pocket money for kids if you pay your kids pocket money, which I do. Mm, okay. So there you go. That's right. a handy hint out there for everybody. <laughs> you're paying your kids the same rate? despite No, the, the littlest <laughs> okay. one doesn't know. Okay, all right. They're all still right. at that point where like, they okay. don't like, 
big money is worth more and mm. whatever. They don't know. You know. And yet you get them both to mop the same floors. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. It's called capitalism. Look it up. <laughs> Read a fucking book, idiot. I will. Mason. Well, I feel we're going to get an education on capitalism in this We episode. are because we are going to talk about the writer strike up top. Mm. And then off the back of that, we're going to get into fantastic forecasting rumors. There's been a lot of them in the last few weeks, so mm. I just thought I'd just... Just do them all here. Some of which are insane. Yeah, if I some, may. yeah. <laughs> we're also going to talk about casting for Mortal Kombat Two mm. uh, again because there's already been a Mortal Kombat Two, both mm. game and movie. But mm. this is the third Mortal Kombat Two. Some of these casting choices are insane. Do you think? Yeah. All right. Yeah. For Mortal Kombat Two. Yep. All right. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about Sylvester Stallone returning to a classic character. Trailers ahoy for both. Dune. Oh, I'm, I'm shooting again. <laughs> It's the his guy, the guy from his, Stop on My Mom's Shoot. His mom continues yeah, yeah. to shoot. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> my my mom is continuing to shoot. Yes, that's right. Gr- Dune two and Gran mm. Turismo. So that's, that's right. fun. And then we'll mm. get into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Mason, which that's I'm right. very hyped to talk about. That's right. So you can skip around time codes in the episode description. But of course, if you don't want to stick a coin in your phone, yeah, uh, I was on an episode of Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. That's right. Uh, it's out now. Uh, we recorded during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's myself, Cass Page. Ben Russell, Dave Warnicky. What a lineup. And the titular Matt Stewart. What a lineup. And we had a wonderful fun time. How good was it? Good. How good were you in it, though? Very good. Wow. Yeah, okay. that's right. Well, there's a stir. <laughs> Not to brag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not to brag. Mm. But you were very good in it. That's right. I'm going to take you I was for very it. good and funny and handsome. <laughs> wow. And everyone agreed I was handsome. And that's in the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I said looking... round of applause, folks. Who thinks I'm handsome? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> Stop it, you think I'm handsome. Well, that sounds insufferable, but people mm. should check it out. That's right. It sounds, yeah, yeah. Not, not, up, not, in my, not up my alley. Oh, stop it, you think I'm insufferable. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. All right, Mason, let's get into the writer's strike. Right. There's a few ways, uh, a few things I want to look at this. I want to look at like TV shows and movies that mm. are affected, things that aren't, what they, what the writers want out of it, mm. how that, how this could possibly be resolved, and maybe look at some salaries of some people at some certain companies and see if oh, maybe yeah. that factors into like mm. all of this. Okay, sure, sure, so, sure. You know, again, feel free to skip this, but I think this is important. Mm. Not just if you're in the entertainment industry, but just an idea of like. Maybe it's okay to pay people a livable wage for work that they do, which generates billions mm. of dollars. Or, you know, by the time this ep- this episode comes out, maybe this is all blown over because according to um, uh, Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav, mm. uh, he believes a love for working will end the impasse. And you know what? <laughs> Deadline.com He might reported. be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have that quote too. Yeah, that's uh, great. But that's good one bit of news that you brought, Mason. Thank you. Isn't that, isn't that just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is, man. Yeah, it's people they, don't even like food. They just love working for free, for nothing. Uh-huh. People fucking love that. But this is, see what this is though, because this was in the like. When the, I tell you his salary, yeah, you're yeah. going to kill yourself, Mason. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and let, let, let that be a lesson to everybody. But what I love about it, because apparently he said that during like the Warner Brothers earnings call mm. for like the shareholders. Yeah. So he can't be like. This is bad for us. He can't be like, this is incredibly bad for us. He has to smooth it over. And he's an idiot and they're all idiots. Yeah. So he has to be like, oh, they'll come back because they love working. And everybody else in the room would be like, mm, yes. Yeah. Yes, probably. Mm, yes. They probably do. I mean, you know, once I mean, once they've gotten their three or four holiday houses, of course, why, <laughs> why would they need any more money? So, you know, of course they'll just come back because they just like working. <laughs> it's all, everybody in that room is one of those people that like used to write for the New York Times or whatever and they do one yeah. article every six months and they bought a house on it yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? And their dad is rich. And their dad is rich. Yeah. Is. All right, Mason. So in summary, 
a writer's strike has never proven to be good. Mm. The last time this happened, which was in about 2007, 2007 it affected a, lo- a number of shows and, t- and, and movies, which pretty much fell off a cliff and disappeared, and mm. a number of them. I know that the TV show Heroes is a, is a famous example of that. Mm. I mean, and as, Some would argue season two wasn't good anyway, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that argument, it seemed to get worse. That argument could be made. It also gave us Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Great. Which might not be the worst Transformers movie, mm. but it was at that point in time. Mm. I think that could, that could be definitively stated. And I think definitively stated. You could also say it's not the best one. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> That's two things you could. And one of the Bond movies, I think. Yes. Uh, what is it? God damn it. We talked about it. What Skyfall? Is it? No. Quantum of Solace. Yes, that one. I think that one turned out like better than it should have, mm. considering. I know Daniel Craig was even doing like rewrites yeah, on yeah, the day, yeah. and it was it was an absolute tragedy, that whole thing. Yeah. Just in, on set furiously, yeah. just writing on a big I can't yeah. even read or write. <laughs> I like this new character, illiterate Daniel Craig. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all he does. It's just him shouting. My audition was just me smashing my head through some plasterboard. <laughs> they wanted to know I could do the chase scene because so don't worry, I'll just smash my head through a plasterboard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is fun character. Fun character. We come it back is to late. Yeah. <laughs> we like him, though. The other thing about this... Where even if it's resolved, say today, mm. where which it won't be, mm. the impact of this. No, no, actually, if it was resolved today, everything would probably be fine. But it won't. It'll probably go on at least a few months, I'd imagine. Mm. But we won't feel the impact of this for a number of for, for at least a year, I right, would uh-huh. say, yeah, yeah. because there's a number of things still happening. For example, Superman Legacy. Apparently, James Gunn has already submitted the first draft. Right? Very I mean, that's convenient. a first draft, though, so that's, you know, who knows. Yeah, yeah, House yeah. of the Dragon 2 is apparently going ahead. But here's some uh, season two. But here's some movies and TV shows that are definitively affected. Blade was supposed to start filming next month. Mm, it they just, just got, got, got another writer. writer yeah. yeah. All late night shows in the bin mm. for the moment. Cobra Kai season six has stopped. Yellow Jackets season three has stopped. Abbott well, I mean, Elementary. Kevin, Costner, Kevin Costner's leaving. Well, that's true. No, uh, no, that you're thinking of. Um, oh, uh, Yellowstone. Farm Cowboy, whatever it's called, yeah. Well, Kevin Costner was on the list for Yellow Jackets yeah. and now he's leaving. Well, they're, they're... He left Yellowstone for Yellow Jackets. He went to the went to the wrong set and yeah. they're like, oh, geez, I guess we can write him Yeah, in. whatever. I guess Kevin, the actor Kevin Costner could be looking for the missing kids in the forest. He, yeah. he, seems, he seems foresty. Good as Eddie. Yeah. Uh, Abbott Elementary as well. I know there's some an... Abbott and Costello shorts. Sure, oh, my they God. They brought him back from the dead for it and... and that, um... was a, that was ill timing, Mason. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, others we don't know about include like The Last of Us Season 2, Outlander, Umbrella Academy, The Witcher, White Lotus. All of these things will probably be affected, but those are the mm. ones we definitely know about. The Rings of Power Season 2, that's going to go ahead, but showrunners and executive producers J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay will not be on set. Now, that's not good mm. because a lot of movies or, or like big-budget big TV shows, they have professional writers on set, mm. and if they're working through something and it's not kind of going the way that they like, they'll do a quick rewrite or feed somebody a line or something mm. like that. It happens quite a bit. Yes. And not having that mm. is bad. That's a bad thing. Do you know? Also, that show's not good enough for, for that to Evidently happen. Evidently it frankly. is not. Yeah. And everybody forgot it existed. <laughs> do you know if, like an actor is on set and they're trying a line and it doesn't work, are they allowed to try a different line? Does that count as writing? Yes, but uh, uh, what's different about this time is there seems to be more solidarity in other forms, mm. like in other sectors. Now, like they're all 
like actors and whatever, they're all in like different unions, but they have, there's like a shared interest in this mm. at the moment because the reality of streaming, which didn't exist in 2007, has changed the landscape negatively for writers. Mm. And we'll talk about why. Here's some and of the. Negatively for our attention span. Oh my also. God, it's shot, Mason. That's right. <laughs> Can't do anything. The best I can come up with is illiterate Daniel Craig. <laughs> That's that's not that's nothing. That we've already peaked on this episode, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah. If this if this strike goes on long enough, we'll use up. We'll we'll finally watch everything on all the streaming oh, platforms. Yeah. Where there'll be nothing left, and then we can finally have a goddamn original thought for once in our lives. Mason. That'd be you know? great. I mean, we could just stop watching stuff anyway, but we won't, will mm, we? Because we'll be constantly thinking about all the stuff we're missing. Exactly. You know? So here's what they want. An increased pay. I can't count either. That's or is it? Maybe oh, it's a different guy. It could be a different guy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. What do you call that when you when you can't count? Discalcula. Discalcula. No math. No math. It's okay. called no math. In America, they call you a no math. Yeah. So they want increased pay. Apparently, forty nine percent of writers make minimum wage. Mm. So that's not very good. That's true. Obviously, mm. and also if you look at like minimum wage. At, I would say, all jobs, in particular in the US, you cannot live off that. That's true. Like, that is not enough. Mm. And you don't get tips or, like, residuals as you used to. That's true. We don't get tips at all and you very little residuals. They also want an increase in pension and health care. As mentioned, residuals. Now, you oh, st- I was also going to say, just before you get into that, mm. um, that a lot of the time, because I'm in a union also, that yeah. when uh, a group of people are like, we want to raise, it's it's often not like, well, we want an extra thousand dollars a week. Usually, it's we want enough of a raise to in line with inflation. Exactly. So it's so instead of like so instead of it's the bare minimum. It is the absolute bare minimum, yeah. and it's and I think they want like three percent or something like that. So it's not like you are doing the same amount of work for actually less money. Yeah, like the equivalent of less. You might be, but if you don't get a raise, you are getting the same amount of money, but it buys less. Exactly. So, so and it's same. not like as we'll talk about that the money isn't here. Hmm. It's not like we're running at a loss here. I mean, some of them probably are because they're stupid fucking streaming services. Mm. But we know the revenue that yeah. these people bring in. We know, you know, we have some inkling of how much money a lot of these stars are getting. Yeah. You know, the the dump trucks full of cash that are being brought up to their houses so they can be in a movie that is there one week and then gone forever after that. Sure. So, Ghosted. Yeah. yeah. And the great man. <laughs> and the great man, yeah. Everything Chris Evans has been in post. <laughs> Most Captain America, yes. Uh, so residuals. They used to make money on reruns, but that doesn't happen anymore when things go to streaming. Mm. That, now, a lot of studios are saying because... So when with a rerun, you know definitively when it is playing. Yes. Right? You you sell it to a network and they and they play it. And you know that Friends is running at 6 o'clock every night on whatever the fuck, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but with streaming services... Yes. A lot it, of, it's it's not playing on wherever James. It's playing on Central Perk Plus. Yes, thank you. The exclusive streaming service <laughs> for Friends and Friends related content. Joey, the single guy, mad about you. Oh, because, same universe. Same universe. Seinfeld, because that's also the same. Probably universe. because yes. mad about you was in the Seinfeld universe. I think so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is free to wear, basically. Mm. Yes, like you you know when it's playing. Mm. Networks purchase the rights. 
to the, the ability to play it. Yes. But when they put it on a streaming service, they're saying some of these that they don't actually know how many times people mm. are watching it. And that's just not true. Because because they know how many times Red Notice is being played, <laughs> don't they? Exactly. A billion, trillion, trillion, zillion times. Yeah. Another thing I think that is that is an issue here is that I think a lot of writers and and you know and probably performers and a lot of other people want to know how, you know, the numbers yes. for these streaming services and a lot of these streaming services are really cagey about it because they're lying. It's weird because they like to brag if it's doing well. Yeah. But then, like you mentioned, but then you get caught in a bind mm. of letting people know how well it is doing yeah. and mm-hmm. what it's bringing to your service because you want to go to your shareholders and say, we made this show and it's doing really well. Mm. But not so well that we can't yeah. pay everybody. Yeah. Like it's it's this ridiculous yeah. tight. Walk. What is interesting as well is that tight rope walk. Yes, tight ro- walk is nothing. <laughs> you can do a tight walk. Sure. <laughs> just going to bang out a tight walk just quickly. Right. You're right. You can go mm. on though. It's a businessman's walk. <laughs> tight walk. In America, like you said, it's residuals. If you write an episode of Cheers or whatever, then every time yeah. you uh, every time it, somebody cheerses, exactly, you get a little you get a little something. It might only be like a few cents or a couple of bucks or whatever, but like it adds up. It adds up, and if you know a show like Cheers or Seinfeld, yeah. it's being played everywhere all the time. You and, might get like back end on yeah, yeah, or something exactly. And when that was a thing. But and what a lot of these streaming companies and a lot of TV networks now seem to want to do is like move these people to a day rate, which is like mm. you just you you go in and you write the episode in the offices and then you just you just you know forget about it. You yep. submit it and then that's all you ever get paid, which is the system in Australia. Exactly. So like this the what their worst nightmare is is basically what Australian writers have all the yep. time. Like you you could be it could be like a classic show that is on DVD or streaming or whatever. Yeah. They but but you wrote it ten years ago and that's it. Yeah. Well speaking of they also want to have a certain amount of writers for a certain amount of time in a writer's room because often what studios will do, they'll do something called a mini room where a handful of writers like map out a series before it's greenlit but then aren't compensated for the entire series Mm. and they're not brought back. So you've basically planned out the entire. You've written the series Bible basically. Yeah, Yeah, right, right. Exactly. And on the back of that you've also Which got- is what they do in advertising where yeah. some people get brought in for auditions or something and they're like, hey, do a funny thing to promote this. Like just just, just riff with this yeah. product. And, then they do and you're the like, pro- I'm the Coca-Cola worm. Exactly. Look at me. I'm doing a big wet worm. <laughs> I'm covered in Coca-Cola. And then they go, this well- got, This is going to sell a billion cans. <laughs> <laughs> the wet Coca-Cola worm. <laughs> and then they go, sorry, Ma, you know, we're, we're looking for somebody else. And then that person's watching TV. And then there's some- What do they see? They see bloody Manu from My Kitchen Rules <laughs> being the big Coca-Cola worm. <laughs> hey, I'm the big Coca-Cola worm. He's a, um, he's a he's the master chef uh, judge. Would you say? I guess so. Or he was. I don't know. <laughs> I would look. It's late, and I was really reaching for this, for any recognition. Husey. Husey. Could be Husey. It's not. Um, I'm a big worm. It's, again, it's too local, but yeah. <laughs> I'm a big wet worm. <laughs> Never forget that. <laughs> uh, they also want shorter exclusivity. Just so you know, throughout yeah. the rest of the episode, if I remember, I'm going to be adding to the. <laughs> repertoire of Australian celebrities who could be a big wet Coca-Cola worm. <laughs> I would love to hear that, Mason. Okay. Not even sticky, just wet. Yeah, I guess. Great. So they were shorter exclusivity. So everything apparently was much better when shows were 22 episodes. Now mm. often series will get like maybe 8 to 10. And this means basically you sit around and you have to wait for your contract to expire before you can move on to something else. Oh. But if you're only doing like 8 episodes, 
Like if you work tw- if you work on twenty two episodes, that's going to take you a fair amount of the year. That's true. Like, that's a that's a full time job. It would say, mm. but shorter. That doesn't work like that. They're also moving a bunch of. We've talked about this, but programs off streaming services in order to like avoid paying any mm, kind of yeah, yeah. fees and services mm. and writers and creators around that. We already knew that was happening. <laughs> it also uh, kind of feels like you'd have to pay a lot of lawyers and a lot of accountants a lot of money to figure out all these loopholes yes. when you could just be paying the, the writers. That's a that's a terrible point to make, Mason. Mm, isn't it, though? You're making them look bad. That's what I'm, not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Sorry. I also want safeguards around AI because there's this, like, looming threat, and I absolutely do not think it is here yet, mm. where studios are probably – I no doubt they have looked into it and there's been word of, like, well, could an AI map out a season? Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Mm. I mean, try it. Yeah. Like, no, obviously. And also, even if they did, you would need somebody – to basically re- rewrite that. Yes, absolutely, yeah. It's unusable. Mm. And it only works as well if you already have an existing, like yes. a lot of data to base it on. So I guess you could technically, you technically you could say, okay, write, write, the, write uh, the pilot episode for this next season of Rings of Power or whatever. Yeah. And you could do it, I guess, based on previous episodes. Sure. It'd be garbage. Yeah. And it wouldn't be anything new or interesting, but you could do it. But you can't. You couldn't really create a new interesting IP. I think you could like maybe get the bare bones of something that someone yeah. would fix. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like a person could do that better at mm, this yeah. point. I uh-huh. mean, this will probably change over the next few years, but no. Uh, the other thing, the other thing worth mentioning is I can't stress this enough. This is people who can't afford like food and rent. Mm. There was a writer who worked on the bear who couldn't afford to go to the award show to accept an Emmy for the bear. Yeah, uh huh. These are like basic yeah, yeah, human yeah. needs mm. that people deserve. Going to award ceremonies. <laughs> exactly. No, just kidding. But, <laughs> but you're absolutely. But it was also right, the yeah. other thing. It was off the back of that. Because we all assume that if you you know yeah. we're, we're watching an international production, we're seeing this. We're like, this is a, this is a great show, and we're loving it. When 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 are they going to release that bear? Yeah, out of the kitchen or whatever. We don't know. Maybe season two. Maybe I'll get it. It's got. It's on. I'm on. You know. I'm on. I'm. I'm. On, I'm on tenter hooks. Yeah. About it, and we assume that everybody involved got paid well enough to want to do another season. And that was but, very naive of you. To yeah, think it was. That, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm just a little baby boy in the woods. <laughs> so um, here's some CEO headline. Uh, here's some CEO um, some money that they make. Oh yeah. Just just apropos of nothing. Bob Chapek, who was the head of Disney before your dad, Bob Iger, came back and Go took on. over, he made $32 million in 2021. This is also aside from, like, stock options and all of that, which they mm. also get as a result of this and probably bonuses and whatever. Mm. Uh, Bob and free nuts yes, on the right. boardroom table. <laughs> uh, there's a guy called Bob Backish. Is he Paramount? I can't remember. They all have to be, I'm assuming, named Bob. Yes, yeah, mm. CEO of Paramount Global. He made, in 2022... $32 million. He also, he also made $32 million. Yeah. Now, as mentioned, David Zaslav, who's head of Warner Brothers Discovery, who's just been systematically gutting this entire thing mm. to sell it and save money, or we don't really know specifically, but it's to present to the shareholders that they're making billions of dollars in cuts mm. as a short-term return to prove that this thing is profitable make by infinite, gutting it. It's infinite growth, it's infinite baby. Growth. There's going to be infinite growth, baby. Yeah. 
So he said, our number one focus is let's try and get this resolved. Let's do it in a way that the writers feel like they're valued, which they are. We don't actually value them, but we want them to feel <laughs> yeah. like they're. Can we, get a, can we get a foosball table in the writers' room? Can we get the yeah. there? Get some beanbags. And also that they're fairly compensated. And then off we go. Let's tell some great stories together. But he also said that thing you said that a love of working will end up bringing them back. Mm. Now, he also made $39 million in 2022. Mm. Now, apparently, if you took just his salary, just him, that would pay... 10% of the industry demands. There you go. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure there's people that are like, oh, who, it's these Hollywood types and whatever, who mm. cares and blah blah and all of that. Well, you weren't around for 2007 <laughs> and Hero Season 2. <laughs> that's right. And it, But the thing is, if you're like listening to that and that's potentially what you think, mm. I want you to think about also how did you get here? Because if you are this deep in entertainment that you're listening to this section in this podcast about pop cultural fucking whatever that's uh-huh. going on, yeah. then surely you value this to some extent. Mm. I know most people listening probably don't need to hear that like at all, and they, and they know that. But there's one guy, <laughs> and this is we're talking to you, buddy. <laughs> that's right. And just the idea that like it's not as easy as you'd think to, to put out all this. No. Thing, to, to write it's these. Our jobs. Our jobs. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> we're so tired all the time. But also, yeah, like – if if a, a lot of this stuff, like even the worst kind of directed DVD thing, yeah. someone's worked really hard on that, and you can't just go, ah, oh, well, you know, just we'll get the, we'll get an AI to do it. It'll be easy. It's like it, it, it'll it's it'll get worse. Exactly. Yeah. And think about it also in this way: when you're looking at like people who are on a board and various CEOs and higher ups and shareholders, and I'm not talking just like I don't know, I've got like 500 shares in Disney. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who have like like tens of thousands of, of these things or whatever. You know mm. what I mean? What contribution is that person, those people, like what are they making to this in term, like in comparison to someone who's literally making the show? And all the point. people, I'm not even just talking about writing, but all the people associated mm. with making the show. These people don't even put up the fucking money That's to true. make these. It's literally just somebody being put their hand out and being like, I, get, I want some, give me more money for like literally fucking nothing. It's ridiculous, Mason. It's 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 base. It's not fair. I is, agree. Is my point. Here's a great quote. It's from Karl Sal- Marx. <laughs> it's from <laughs> it's from Sal Caleros, who's one of the writers on Snowfall. He worked on Sneaky Pete and a bunch of other stuff. He said the Shield put FX on the map. Mm. Mad Men put AMC on the map. House of Cards put Netflix on the map. Writers did that, not some CEO. Know what you get when you put CEOs in creative lanes? You get Quibi. And that is exactly right. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. tip your baristas or whatever, I guess. I don't <laughs> you should also do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do that. Definitely do that. Just livable wage. Would be nice. We're not, it's, it's, not, it's not insane to, mm. to want that. That's right. Like you mentioned, to have a salary that's in line with inflation, especially when the money is obviously there. Mm. It's fucked. Anyway, Mason, <laughs> move it along. <laughs> All right. That's 20, we're 20 per minute plus in. <laughs> I know most people we'll probably know this. We'll yeah. trim some of that. The final, the final broadcast of this will just be like, anyway, tippy, there's some news coming out of Hollywood. Tippy baristas. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic forecasting rumors, Mason. Mm. Here's some stuff that we've been hearing. Mila Kunis is the thing. Yeah. Mm. That might not be true, though. That's also very, yeah. <laughs> I just saw it on Twitter. That's, yeah. And I went, all right. Probably not true. Probably though. not true. She also might be. I guess there's a there's a female thing. I think her name is Sharon Ventura. 
Sharon thing. Yeah, Sharon thing. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Okay. Mm. Well, that's fine too. Yeah. I don't care. Mm. I don't think that's true either. No. Uh, apparently via the Hot Might podcast, the David uh, Diggs, who you might know from, he's in Snowpiercer, he's mm. in the Hamilton uh, musical show where they're all like, bup, 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 get this scroll to the president. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The musical. Sure. <laughs> you know what it is. I've seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, he is heavily rumored to be the thing. Other... Rumors that we have heard that are completely unconfirmed. And I also think that just, this might be like, this person's hot and maybe they could be in this movie. Mm. Uh, was Adam Driver as Mr. Fantastic. Okay, yep, the yep, big yep. one this week was also that Margot Robbie as the Invisible Woman. Mm. Those are good as any and possible. <laughs> right. uh, but, you know, I don't know whether does Adam Driver or Margot Robbie want to attach themselves to another, like, ongoing huge mm. license or whatever. I, I, I uh. saw uh, a Marvel a Marvel movie roles referred to as jury duty the other day. <laughs> like all celebrities have to, oh, oh God, and I have yeah. to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> I mean, you know, and there's a, there is a, you know, they're making. Can a I lot- be in one of the quantum, can I be in the quantum realm and then never come back? Cause they're probably <laughs> never going to revisit the quantum yeah, yeah, realm. Yeah, yeah. I'll be a quantum realm guy. Yeah. yeah. Can I be in like a bloody, can I be in like a, the Halloween special or something? I can just, I'll just be in that. <laughs> can I be, can I be a werewolf by night's friend or something? <laughs> You know, can I be Swamp Monster by day? Come on, I'll just be in it once. You know, they're they're making a lot of people happy and, you know, there's a lot of money and it's continued guaranteed work and stuff like that, but it also takes you off the table in terms of doing stuff that is maybe more creatively fulfilling or, you know... You know, and, and we're going to be talking about Guardians 3 in a minute, which is very creative and interesting and, and so on and so Some forth. Some of them are. But yeah. also, you know, there, there are just directors out there and screenwriters and stuff making really interesting independent movies and yeah. independent, independent Independence ideas. Independence Day, that's and a good example. Exactly, exactly right. an independent movie. That's right. Yeah. And maybe, you, you you know, you don't have time for that if, you, if you're doing a Marvel thing, so maybe mm. they don't want to. We'll talk about it, but, yeah, I think there is definitely, like, creativity that can has been and can still be wrung out of the MCU. That's right. But, um... But, yeah, oftentimes it is like they hire a person and then be like, we already made the movie, just answer, answer the questions about who's in the quantum realm or when Thanos is going to whatever. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Answer questions about the post credit scene which you didn't film. You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That'll be announced at some point, mm. won't it? Fantastic Four. Okay. It's probably going to be delayed though. Yeah. Like oh, absolutely. Let's, yeah. Say it's, uh, let's say it is Adam Driver. Mm. is Mr. Fantastic. You want him to cut his hair? No, he can't. You think he physically can't? He's not allowed to. You anymore. think that's Samson's, look. Samson's style? You think that's the source of his, it's his look. Powers? I've talked to Claire about this, but it's over his ears. It's his new look. Okay. It's covering his ears. He used to, be, he used to have his head, ears all sticking out. Mm, but now okay. he's like, no, don't look at my All right. Eyes. Short hair, they pin his ears back surgically. They, pin him <laughs> with that. they make him do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the ear pinning gun? Yeah, the ear pinning <laughs> gun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like the ear piercing gun. It might even be the same gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think long hair. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, well, again, then again, you slick the hair back. That's It's a bit true. more nerdy. Mm. Gets in a gets in a scrape. Hair kind of loosens oh, up. Tussles come forward. Sure, sure, He's sure. looking cool. He's looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay. That's all right. That's what I think. Don't they're mind that do. at all. Actually. Yeah. Anyway, he would be amazing. Like he would be a. Ter- he'd be a great Doctor Doom. Also, I'm mm. sure that I'm sure they've talked to all these people and had all of these discussions. True. Etc. Mm. Yeah. Uh, here's another bit of news, Mason. I'd love a bit of news. This is via my time to shine hello on Twitter. It says Carl Urban is in mm. talks to play Jonathan Cage in Mortal Kombat 2, mm. the third version, not the game and not the first okay. Mortal Kombat movie 2, this, this mm. one. Right. Yeah. What do you think? So not a previous movie or video game. No, those are very much finished. They're very finished, aren't yeah. they? Uh, I saw a tweet that was like he wouldn't even, like of the cast of the boys, Yeah. he wouldn't even be like, 
the third choice or the fourth or the fifth choice. <laughs> think about the, think yep, of the cast right. of the boys. You got Anthony Starr. He would be an incredible Johnny Cage. He would. He's got that that Hollywood slick. Chase Crawford. Yep. Could be could be Johnny. Jensen Cage. Ackles. Jensen Ackles could be Johnny Cage. God, you're right. Yeah. Even Jack Quaid, maybe. Even Jack Quaid could do it. But like Damn. Simon Pegg, Johnny yeah, Cage. That's right. Yeah, Jesse T. Usher as yeah. well. A Train. Yeah. 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 You're, you're absolutely Everybody, right. All those guys are like smooth as hell and handsome yeah. and like in that Hollywood slick. And like I love Carl Urban in everything, but yeah. he doesn't look anything like Johnny Cage. No, I, I, I see He's got to be golden and oiled. No, no, but I think they're probably going for like he's been a star for a while, Johnny right, Cage. Right, okay. He's on the decline. Steven Seagal. Steven, yeah, get Steven Seagal. Oh, no, I mean as a, like a Steven Seagal style Johnny Cage movie. That would be incredible. Like he's like, yeah, yeah, he used to... I used to give him the big, the the big shadow kick, and then you just see him like slowly shuffle his way across the ground. Mm. Uh, You're gonna have to believe me. He has to get. He has I don't to, have he, enough chi at the moment. He's too. He has two helpers to bring him, like bring him back up after he has the nut punch, the splits nuts punch. <laughs> I, I I'd imagine Steven Seagal's split nut punch would be like pull up a chair, sit in the chair, <laughs> then punch someone in yeah, the nuts. Yeah, yeah. Somebody stands on the chair, <laughs> yeah. and he nut punches them. Yeah. I like it though. Yeah, okay. I think sure. he could be like mm. I think he'd be like I think he could bring the attitude to it yeah. of like a of like this arrogant. And I guess it's also been it's star. been a long time since I've seen him without a big beard. Like when you think of him as like um yeah. Bones McCoy or has he been in like a sword and sandals kind of epic yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, he was in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, of course he was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm. He was Gollum. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, no. that's true. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people think it's Andy Circus, but that's wrong. You really look you look at the credits. Yeah, yeah. That tells you the, okay. what's actually going on there. Mm. No, I, I like it, but I, I absolutely <laughs> your point that he would not be the first choice out of that not cast. Not even in that cast, my is goodness. Not uh, incorrect. But no, I like it. Now Mason, Sylvester Stallone. Aaron Moriarty, you make her Jenny Cage. Yeah, absolutely. There is a is there a Jenny Cage? Well, He's got a daughter, doesn't he? Well that's the thing also Sonya. is that the character the actor who plays Sonya. Is like twenty years younger than Carl Urban. Okay, right. So, like, if you if you want them to be like a realistic couple, I think, because yeah. then they have a daughter. Sure, so okay. I don't know. But enough. again, who knows how far this fran- franchise is going to go? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, maybe they'll do a Mortal Kombat in this one, though. Oh my god, yeah. that'd kick it up a notch. I don't it? remember them doing a Mortal Kombat in the last one. They didn't. That's why you don't remember it. <laughs> but there was a Goro. It was notable by its absence. Yes. the lack of a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, you'll love this, Mason. Well, we'll Sylvester say, Stallone we? is returning to the role of Gabe Walker. Hang on. Can I do this? Can I remember who this guy is? So it's not Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. I didn't say that. It's not Tango or Cash. I didn't say that. Gabe Walker. How about this? I'll help you out here. Okay. This reboot slash sequel. They say reboot, but he's playing the same character. Okay. So requel will be directed by Greenland's Rick Roman War. I really like Greenland. It's a good movie. Okay. It's got, uh, so that helps. The movie no, Greenland. No, no, no. It's in a. It's like the end of the world is happening, and they got to get to Greenland. Oh, it's got Jerry Butler and Marina Baccarin. Oh, it's quite good. I, I'm not a big fan of like end of the world movies, but that one is mm. something else, legitimately. Okay. No, I don't know who this is. How about this one? Okay, this time they're going to the Italian Alps. Cliffhanger? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> he thought he was out of the game of hanging off a cliff. Yep. But then the the the, the, lure, the lure of the Italian Alps got him. You know, mm, that'll get to mm. Mamma Mia. Yeah. That's Do right. you think John Lithgow is going to be back as guy who exploded in the helicopter? Oh, <laughs> maybe. No, he exploded. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. probably busy. He's probably busy. Uh, but he can have a, a son who's out for revenge or something. You know? Oh my god. Mm. Yeah, I mean, cliffhanger's fun for mm. memory. Yeah. 
It's not as good as the movie Vertical Limit. Probably is. <laughs> it probably is better. Yeah. And it also, I think, didn't Cliffhanger have a side-scrolling beat-em-up? Yeah, of course it did. Yeah, man, that's rad. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to be literally cliffhanging in this one? Yes. He's pretty old. I know. Mm. Mm. But yes, you're but that's what he lives for, you know? Cliffhanging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, if you're a fan of... Um, he goes around the world, he hangs off all the cliffs. <laughs> he says it's his endless cliffhanging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like 78. So yeah. It's not a good age to be cliffhanging. Well, maybe it'll be a Rocky-style thing where he finds a new cliffhanger. Okay. You know, a new, <laughs> a new hungry cliffhanger. You oh, know? okay. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. There's no way you could hang on that cliff. <laughs> yeah, you watch me do it, coach. Oh, my God, you're doing it. He's <laughs> hanging up that cliff so good. I actually knew he could do it. I was trying to move at him. I'm Rocky. I'm a cliffhanger. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, all right. Yeah, like this, you know what? Legacy sequel. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And again, I like the director, so mm. let's do it. Yeah. Mason. Go on. Trailers Ahoy. Ha. Very good. What do you want to talk about first? Dune Part 2 you or Grand Turismo? <laughs> it's very long. I don't know, but I think we should have a segment going forward called Dune Part 2 or Grand Turismo. <laughs> Some sort of quiz? I don't know. Sure. Maybe when they come out, we can do it with, you know, love lines that. from that, those movies, perhaps. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about Dune Part 2. Okay, so this one, as we talked about last week, is going to pick up directly after the end of Dune Part mm. 1. I saw a great Onion headline that was like, Dune Part 2 will pick up directly after where, from where you fell asleep during the first one, uh-huh. which is also unfair because I, mm. I, I do like that movie a lot. But, yeah, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you feeling from it? It doesn't seem like it. You know, often they'll come back to a sequel and everybody looks different and, like, mm. it's the aesthetic. And yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, this isn't, mm. doesn't feel like it picked up. If you look at, like, Back to the Future 1 and Back to the Future 2, mm. there are, like, noticeable differences in, like, everybody's age. And oh, they also recast Jennifer, so that was obviously... <laughs> sure, right. Yeah, that yeah. was a big deal, man. And in the, and in the um, Back to the Future 2, they went in the future and Back to the Future, they went in the past. So oh, yeah, I completely forgot different. about that. It's yeah. a little continuity error that not everybody picks up on, but <laughs> I did. Mm. Absolutely. I don't know. This this is looking good. He's riding some sandworms. Apparently, a lot of that is practical. Oh, yeah. He's just riding regular worms. They've sized know, well, it up. They've, they've photoshopped. Yeah, they've sized him yeah. down or sized it up. Yeah. I don't know exactly, but yeah, a lot of those for real. They've got a uh, they've got a worm farm. Oh, they put that really close to the camera. Yeah, and they put Timothy Chalamet really far from the camera. That's perfect, actually. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they went to the big worm, which you can see on their way to Phillip Island. That's right. Remember that? You know that big worm? Yeah, the big wet worm. <laughs> big wet. <cookie. laughs> this is a real worm, though. Oh, sorry. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I know what the big worm is. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> As if I wouldn't know what the big worm. You know is. what the big worm is. Mm. They might have built a new freeway around the big wet worm. Mm. I, know, I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. It's not wet. Just want to clarify that. When it rains, it could be wet. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Austin Butler, we got our first look at Austin Butler. Yeah, what do you think? Looks great and weird. Is he going to do this voice we talked about last week? Yeah, maybe. Do you think? Yeah, he just yeah. looks like he's the kind of guy who would be doing some Just some Brando. I'm doing some actions that people mm, aren't yeah, seeing. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Who else we got in this? Who's, 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 who's new? Florence Pugh is new. Florence Pugh's new in Dune Part <laughs> That's right. Uh, what else we got? I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to remember it off the... I, I just... Mm. It just continues to look great. It does, doesn't it? Visually sp- spectacular movie. Yeah. <laughs> what is going to be interesting about this, though, is the first one did, like, I, fe- I feel like just well enough mm. to warrant a sequel. And to save movies. And to save movies also at the same time. It did both hand in hand. And I don't know, like, do people, will people, like, have people been watching this? Will they come mm. back to it? Yeah, you're you right. You know what I mean? Because Denny Villeneuve also is notorious for making, like, these... These are huge, big failures, huge you can scope, say it. Incredible. <laughs> you can say big failures. Big failures, but 
genuinely terrific mm, movies. Big box office yeah. turds, not, you can say, James. Not, not viewed, though. No. Uh, I think this will do better than the previous one. Yeah, I hope I so. Think, I think word is spread. Yeah. Do you think they're going to then go on and, like, do more off the back of that? Because the books get quite bizarre, don't they? Mm. I do like the, um, like, there is that aspect of, like, when he's trying to climb onto the big worm to mm-hmm. ride it and just the idea of, like, falling into, like, a like a pit of sand and, like, getting mm. sucked under is, like, yeah. no, thank you I'm very cool. much. Yeah. You know, it brings to mind our our childhood fear of uh, of uh, quicksand. Yeah, you know? which isn't real. Yeah, mm. correct. Very. But in this universe, it is. It is real. It's very real. Big worms too. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet got the he got the lecture from from Duke Atreides. He's like, yeah. now remember we always told you about the quicksand. Well, it's real. Yeah, it's absolutely. Real. How do you feel? Because I know you're one of the few people who you know that that walk that they do across the dune desert oh, yes. to not attract the sandworms. Uh-huh. You've adopted that since that first. That's movie true. Came yeah. Out. How yeah. was that? Like affecting your day to day, it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's a nightmare. But I mean, on, on one hand, I haven't attracted any sandworms. Sure, that's one part of it. You know, yeah. It's also it's kind of viral marketing, isn't it? In a way, that's true. That yeah. Nobody's paying you for. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's stuffed my back, obviously. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure, Mason. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stuffing, oh, your, uh, I have your Bardem's in it. Yeah. Is he well, he was in the first. He's one. in the first. At one, the okay. end of the first. That's one. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bigger role for him. Probably. Bigger role for Javier Bardem. So I literally just watched the trailer for Gran Turismo. I came out mm. earlier this week and I'm like, I'll get to it. Yeah. But this movie, uh, there's a couple of things that were surprised to me. One is that Neil Blomkamp is directing it. Yes. Uh, which I did not know. Mm. I like his movies and I'm glad that he's doing more movies. Mm. So do you think Chappie will be in this? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be really exciting. So this is based on true events apparently. Yeah. And obviously it's a, it's about a, a, a kid who is – Really good at Gran Turismo and gets so good, in fact. Yes. No, go on. Oh, <laughs> that he gets into a Gran Turismo tournament, and yeah. then they're like, "He's so good, in fact." Then they're like, "How about you drive some Gran Turismo cars for real?" Yeah, and he's so good, in fact, that he has to drive against Chappie at the end. Yeah, yeah. Interesting approach. Yeah, to this movie, mm. probably better than just a race car movie, I guess. Well, because then it's just like. Hey, what if we... When you were telling me this, we all because you, just before the show, literally yeah. just now, before now, yes. slightly before now, right. you said that it was based on, I'm like, that cannot be true, right. surely. But you're right. Otherwise, it's just some made-up guys yeah. in a real... Need for Speed movie. Need for Speed movie. And it's like, all right, well, what else did some fake guys do? You know? <laughs> I'd love to know. I'd love to know. Tell me all about them. But this is also that we're, we're in this this pocket of movies that are... The history of a product, like it feels, it's not quite that, but it feels like it fits in there. It's like a, yeah. it's like a two-hour advertisement for the the product, like Air yeah. or Tetris or what's that one that's got Glenn Houghton in it? Oh, BlackBerry. Yeah, that one. Look, that one actually looks insane. <laughs> it's an ad for BlackBerry. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, a phone that nobody has. It, well, and it's, it's out of business now. I'm pretty yeah. sure. But that one looks demented. Like, yeah, how it, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, like it. That been, one of all the ones looks fake. Yeah, it like does. A it, does, it looks like an SNL sketch or something like that. But I, so as I haven't seen any of them. But as far as I know, Tetris is doing quite well. Yeah, or people seem to like right, the Tetris yeah. one. Um, a lot of people seem ambivalent to Air. And again, I'm looking. I think people liked Air, didn't they? But no, people who saw it liked it, but it it has not done well. Like mm, it has bombed. Yeah, 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 dramatic. Yeah. It's one of the yeah. biggest bombs of the year. Oh, but speaking of, um, did you see that? Um, Affleck and Damon. They've been like, just wandering around together. They've making... just been wandering around. But also they, in speaking of like writers and compensation yeah. for writers and stuff like that, apparently they did like a pass on the script for Air. Yeah. Like a different writer wrote it and they like made some notes and stuff. 
And what they could then do is then you have to go to arbitration and be like, well, who really did write this and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and they could have taken some credit and stuff like that. But and they did. They took it all. Yeah. No, no, they were just like, it's your script. You know, uh, you get all the credit for it, which I think is quite nice. We're just the famous faces. That's right. Yeah. Because, I mean, they started out with, you know, Goodwill Hunting. And, exactly. Uh, if somebody had taken the credit for that, who knows where they'd live. I actually took the credit for that one. You son of a bitch. They don't know that. <laughs> but, uh, that <laughs> oh, yeah. you are a cheeky chappy. Now, just You're the, a real little stinker. Thank you. Just on the topic of blackberries mm-hmm. um, and whether or not they're still around, there's a quote uh, when you Google it, it says, are blackberries native to Australia? And apparently they actually originate in Europe. So that's interesting. You idiot. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know that. That's all. So I, that's very, very oh, no, you idiot. Yeah, that's actually. I no. love blackberries. I mean, they're an absolute weed here, but love them, mate. They're great. Big fan of blackberries. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, cool, man. Very cool. Anything else on Gran Turismo? I don't. It's a real movie, feel though, like isn't I it? I want to watch it. It's a real movie, though, isn't it? It feels like Orlando Bloom's in it. David Harbour's in it. That's true. Jerry Halliwell is in it. From Jerry Halliwell's in it. Apparently. Whoa. I didn't see her in the trailer, but yeah, man. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, cool. Mm. All right. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025. One. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off. Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, 
and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, everybody. Oh, yes. Let's talk about box office. Okay. So th- you love talking about the box office. People like to know, mm. don't they? Do you? Am I doing this for no reason? James, you know I don't understand how numbers work. Yeah. I'm like Daniel Craig except for numbers. No math. No math. I'm a no math. And you say, every single time you're like, this made $140 million this weekend. And I'm like, great. And you're like, that's bad. <laughs> that studio went out of business. <laughs> and so or sometimes you're like, this made $14 million. And I'm like, oh, that's a shame. And you're like, no, that's good for this genre of movie. <laughs> they made 15 times their budget back. And I'm like, How? <laughs> I'm never right, James. I hate it when That's you talk it. box office, but give it a go. Let's. You can, I mean, it's a flip of a coin, isn't it? Yeah. Unless it's like okay. Unless mm. it's like, well, somewhere in yeah. the middle. So the budget. Are coins good? Coins can be good. Yeah, nice. Depending on the 
you know, if you're in the John Wick universe, they're good. That's or right. you've challenged somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's true. That could be bad. Yeah. Uh, the budget is $200 million. I'll tell you what, Mason, you see everybody sent on screen. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yes. And the box office return in the US opening weekend is going to be around $110 million-ish. Maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, it seems as if it's going to be opening less than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But that being said, it seems to be getting good word of mouth. Mm. People are being like, well, this is a return to the M- to the form of the MCU and whatever. Mm. It's knocked Mario from the number one spot. What? But I don't know. Chris Pratt knocked off Chris Pratt. That's right. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, indeed. But I don't think. That's something Mario would say, right? He would, wouldn't he? would say yeah. Gadzooks. Yeah, Gadzooks, I'm going to kill this turtle. Gadzooks. <laughs> Gadzooks, uh, I'm going to launch a nuke at New York City. <laughs> just going to throw it in that pipe to New York City, I reckon. see what happens. Yeah. I don't think, though, it's going to cut too much into the Mario movie, even though it seems to be uh, men in their 30s and 40s going to see that movie. It's because mm. this movie is not a kid's movie. No. Like, as I was watching this, I was like, oh, I could maybe take my son to this. And then some things happened where I went, nah, mm. I don't think I will, actually. I don't think this is a spoiler. Yeah. I think it may be, especially if you've seen any of the... We will talk non-spoilers. We will talk non-spoilers. I would say straight I up... I mean, spoilers in a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're not a fan of animal cruelty... Yeah. ...don't see this. Or, or see it on streaming where you can skip... Yeah. There's nothing graphic, I don't think. Yeah. If you're a fan of animal cruelty, you can watch it at streaming and just you can obviously just loop watch it, that loop bit on loop. Yeah, over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. But outside of that, there's also like there's some there's some horrific stuff at play here, which, you know, mm. I, I, which is not suitable for like little, little kids. Yeah, I, right, I, right, I, right. I believe. Yes. You know, you know your own kids better than me. I assume. <laughs> I assume. Uh-huh. All of this is to say, what do you think the story was? Oh, okay, hang on. All right, so it's after... Avengers Endgame. Yep. It's after that. It's happened to ha- happen after that. Are we, are we caught up to the Marvel Universe? Because we're like, in 2023. Is, in... Oh, we is the Marvel Universe now in 2023? Oh, God, I'm, I'm going to say yes. For ease of use, I'm going to say yes. Anyway, Peter Quill's all sad. He's like, oh. Endgame's set in 2023. That's right. So, yeah. And um, it's also after the Christmas special. That's right. Whenever that was set. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter Quill's sad. He's like, I'm sad. Oh, Gamora. Gamora, don't yeah. love me anymore because it's a different Gamora. Yep. Um, they also explain her being different Gamora. They quickly rush through like, well, it's actually Gamora from an alternate dimension or whatever. But they mm. seem to very early lean on if you don't know any of that. It's just like if you didn't watch she, Endgame. Do, she doesn't remember. I think there are a lot of people who are just Guardians fans. I agree. Who've watched one and two and no other Marvel movies. Yeah. And I think that's probably a smart move to do that. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I mean a smart move to to To, to do that, yeah. To keep yeah, yeah. everybody in the Yeah, room. I know what you mean. But maybe it's for some people it is a smart move. I'm just, just laughing because to... it can be interpreted a different uh, way, Mason. Right. Yeah. Well, I want it to be interpreted under one way, the way I said. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, bloody, they're just they're just chilling out of nowhere, which is the big celestial head, mm. and they're being cool. But then they got to go on a quest. Yeah. I feel there's not a lot I can say without spoiling it. Can we? Sure. What can we I'm say? We're talking generalities. Generalities. Uh, they uh, they they're attacked by a mysterious being. Yep. Who is it? It's God. It's God. It's the Christian God. That's right. He's out for blood. That's right. He's like, I'm back to the old ways. Yeah. Here we go, but I'm doing it in space now. Yeah. I saw you explode that planet. I saw that. Yeah. And I'm here, I'm here, I'm mad. It took me ages, that planet. <laughs> it took me bloody ages. Well, I made the man and the man made the planet, but I made the man. That's right. So, you know. Mm. Mm. Anyways, it was good to see the Christian God in this movie. That's right, exactly. Yeah. No, nah, just kidding. It was just a different thing. Different happens. thing happens. Ah, yeah. uh, but then the the Guardians got to go on a quest. They got to yeah. go. They got to. They got to go across the galaxy and do all sorts of stuff. Do and a thing. A, get a thing. Help go a on thing. adventures. And yeah, like it. 
if you're not a, there is some que- there is some fetch, fetch questing in this movie. Yeah, I, I didn't really that. notice that much though. Mm. To be honest, it didn't really bother yeah. me. I feel like this is this is a movie about the characters. Sure, you know, and they're gonna go on some they're gonna go on their adventures, and and it's it's about the characters working together and working out their issues. Yeah. And and be and be, you know getting closer and, and absolutely having a delightful time. The the adventures themselves, or what you know where they have to go and and uh, you know what they have to get up to. Yeah, that's sort of immaterial, I guess, in a yeah. in a way. You know, I mean, it's all it's propped up by I think you know how well these characters have been written over the multiple movies, mm. including like Infinity War. But speaking of that, yes. This really kind of reinforces to me like how stupid they made Star-Lord in Infin- Infinity right. War. Uh-huh. Like James Gunn has like hinted at it. Uh-huh. But in that movie he's just like – he doesn't understand like the meaning of words. Right. He doesn't seem to have any kind of prep or plan or like – he's got like a pluckiness to him. But yeah. he's, he's basically he's – basically at, he like, at one point he doesn't understand that the other Avengers are from Earth. Remember yeah, that bit, yeah, know? exactly. Mm. He's written like Andy Dwyer. Oh, right. I, mean, I feel like for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And they lean into like the comedic element. Not that I think like it was bad seeing them in that movie. Uh-huh. So I quite enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. But what this leans into, I think, is more the Peter Quill we know from the other Guardians mm. movies where he is a goof, you know what I mean? And he's, 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 having a, he's trying to have a sexy good time all the time. <laughs> but also he's like a straight-up killer. Yeah, right. There is a line, there is a moment where he's in like a room full of people where his literal line is, Let's kill everybody, or, uh-huh. some, or, right, yeah. or kill them all, or uh-huh. some some variation on that. And I like that though. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like you know, he, and, he's, and he can use like tech and he's competent. He's there's competent. A, there's I a scene like where he's, he's 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 having an argument with another member of the crew via the radio, but at the same time he's just setting up all. He's just setting up the heist. He's like, bam, done. Yeah. And how dare you talk to me like that? And bam, and there's another thing we've sorted yeah. it out. And you know, exactly. All of that is really good. And yeah, I think he's, he's got his competence and his depth back. Yeah, which definitely. Is nice. And I think it's just also good to see like all of these team like back together in in a solo movie. I think it was great that they removed Thor. I know they've talked about how well, James Gunn has talked about how Taika Waititi putting Thor, you know, starting his Thor movie f- from having the Guardians in it and all of that. Mm-hmm. He really took a bullet for him because he was like, I, I wasn't, I didn't really want to have Thor in the Guardians team, and I would have mm-hmm. had to write him out at the start. And, yeah, right, and right. maybe he could have worked in the Christmas special or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I think all of that is really good, and I think all of the additional characters that we get are great. Um, I really liked the High Evolutionary as a villain mm. as well. I think just, like, really terrifically acted, like, what a just an awful sadistic person who's mm. just got this, like, he's a really compelling nemesis. Now, what's, to, what is the actor's name? The actor's name uh, his is... Name's, his name is Chakwadi Iwaji. Yes, and, and he, is also, he was also in Peacemaker. He was, yeah. Mm. He was great in that as well. So, And the design of that, and they even specifically point out Robocop, but he's got that stretched Robocop kind mm. of without the mask on kind of face yes. going on. Terrific design, Just yeah. All of that, really, really good. I think easily one of like the best villains they've brought into the MCU. And on top of that, like he has depth but not depth in terms of like, oh, I understand this guy and I like him. Mm. Like you, everything you find out about him, you're like, this guy sucks more than I right. initially think. Like I understand him, but also that's it, not in a good way. I don't that's like right. him. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was amazing. Classic podcaster, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. The more you learn about him, <laughs> the less you like him. Yeah. I think also I've seen this kind of you know narrative people talking about like, 
it, this being like a hangover, or like not hangover is probably the wrong word, but it feels like it's a, not the hangover. It's not a hangover sequel. No, it's like an echo of like. Although the, Bradley Cooper's in it, sure, that is true. Mm. It was even at the premiere. That's right. It's a very rocket focused story. <laughs> yeah, but um, like, what am I doing here? <laughs> who am I in this? Mm. <laughs> but there's this is like an echo of like a previous phase of the MCU, mm. and the last one, James Gunn, is probably going to do. Maybe forever, but at least a while. Yes. Uh-huh. Right? I know he doesn't want to come back to this or he's talked about how he doesn't want to. And, I, and that may not remain true for, like, the rest of his life. Yeah. But, but I, I think I think he's he's built a three-episode – he's built a three-movie yeah. arc and where the characters started in one location and I think they've ended in another location to his satisfaction. Yes. However, whatever their fates may be in this movie, and he's just like, okay, that's – Yeah, that and we'll is get to good. all that. And I think perhaps if he, if he found a new – uh, arc for those characters, maybe he'd send them on that journey again. But I think, yeah. you know, I think this, this is very effectively capped off Yes, those three. And, again, if, if you were just someone who's like, I don't really care for Marvel movies, but I like Guardians 1 and 2, yes, absolutely. Yep, definitely. You know, this, this, is, this, this is the one for you. Yeah. A third Guardians movie. Because I know it feels like at the moment, and we're probably going to get more of this because of, like, the writer's strike, that the, the direction of the MCU is, like, up in the air. Mm. Like, we know it's building towards a multiverse saga. Yes. But I feel like they haven't put all the pieces in place to make that, at the moment, like, yes. a, like a satisfying, like, combination of things to come together to fight a guy or multiple guys who might not even be in this universe for much longer. Yeah, like, yeah. that's all up in the air exactly. at the moment. There might be an infinite number of them. Or there might be one guy now who gets killed by Dr. Doom who's like, I'm the bad guy now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That could very well be possible. And that's all like real world stuff that has to play out. But I think even if you put that aside, Mm. there has been stories like in the latest phases that I have liked, like I liked WandaVision. Mm -hmm. I know not everybody did, but I liked like Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, our friend of the show, Nando V Movies, did a a Mm. video about what – a couple of videos I think about like what – what phase four is about and sort of an overview of it. And there's, there's a lot of good stuff in that. I think even I agree. If, I, there's definitely a saturation. I think the quality did dip because of how much stuff they put out. Yes. I agree. Uh-huh. I agree with all of that. But even like the stuff that perhaps like I didn't, I didn't love the way Falcon and Winter Soldier ended, but I thought there was a lot of good stuff in that. Sure. Yeah. You know, WandaVision you said was, you know, a great, we got werewolf Loki by night. was cool. Loki yeah. was cool. You yeah. know, exactly. There, there's a lot of good stuff in that. If you, if you just, if you if you just go back over that, there's mm. a lot of good stuff to it, but it's not as laser focused on going to a point where there's a big crisis moment and yeah. the team, all the teams have to get together and save the thing. It's just been yeah. Mm. There, there's some pieces, and you can kind of see where some of them fit in, and and maybe not others. It also feels like experimental in terms of like. Like what works at this point? What do people want to see? You right. know, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which doesn't always pay off. But what I the my favorite MCU movies, and I guess just movies in general, is when you give a director like an opportunity to you know have their vision in place. And this isn't mm. like a what a what a startling revelation. Like somebody's got right. a good idea for something, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. they are able to execute that. And I think that's also why I liked Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because even though like. It does feel like they might have toned down a lot of stuff that Sam Raimi would have brought to horror, like a straight-out yeah, uh-huh. horror movie. But yeah. if you look at, like, his Spider-Man movies and you even look at some of the, like, the Evil Dead or some of the horror stuff, you can yep. see that kind of weaved into it. That's and that's true. what I, like, I like the personality of it, where if you look at, like, Ant-Man, Last Ant-Man, whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even... Anybody could have made that. Yeah, and yeah. I, which, you know, that's a terrible thing to say <laughs> about yes. somebody, but yeah. it, it didn't... 
I, I just didn't feel anything. It felt, mm. and I also think that's like a budgetary thing because I know a lot of that was allocated to probably this, but also Black Panther too. Yeah. We we know that. Yeah. Like it just it didn't it didn't feel right. And even the idea of giving like Ant Man a story like that maybe probably wasn't a, a good idea I, either. Maybe. Look, I don't know. I, I, I mean, mean, we talked about we it. We did talk about it, but yeah. I think even in retrospect, I think even more so now. The whole fun the fun of Ant Man is he's in the real world and yeah. and. Things are different sizes. What a joy. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? But, or he could go to a quantum realm where who knows how big anything is. Yeah. Great. Yeah, Good. great. Because you, you talk. I think t- he should have gone even bigger. Yeah. You know the the bit where he's in the, the he's in the battle station or he's yeah. in the, the city or whatever and he's stomping Kang stuff? I think he should have gone even bigger. Just crush it all with one boot. Maybe as big as like a normal man. Yeah. And then and just step cr- on it. <laughs> step on the whole thing just on the street. I'm putting a stop to this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to spit on a handkerchief and I'm going to rub it into the ground <laughs> and destroy this entire universe. I really liked Adam Warlock. Mm. I think there was... Will Poulter? Yeah. There was, like, talk that, like, you know, because he's new, like, he's kind of freshly hatched. Uh-huh. And, like, I was thinking, like, how is that going to go? Is he just going to be, like, another Drax and not understanding that? But I, He's a, a dummy in a different way. He's a dummy way. in a different way. And I think all of that works and he's great. And just the, the introduction of that character, mm. even though they have, like, significantly depowered him from the comics yes, where he uh-huh. could obliterate like most people in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Like his, his introduction is like very threatening. Yes. And then you kind of, it is toned back kind of from them when you like, they place some like limitations upon that character. Mm. Um, but I think all of that worked for me. I also think, and like, again, it, to parallel this with Ant-Man yes. is that there was clearly like, a dedicated amount of time and effort put into making like this aesthetically something. Yes, and absolutely. I know you know they looks like a gorgeous. Yeah, they talked about like and, I, you know, and gross and gorgeous gross and gross. Like Steve Ditko kind of inspired stuff and mm. and all of that. But you see flashes of other elements and like inspiration yeah. in this. Like think, 2001 you know, Space Odyssey. Exactly. And whatever, and, you know, nowhere looks great. Yeah, are the the home of the Guardians and, and you know it's sort of a there's tiny, a lot of tiny real little sets. town. Yeah, a lot. And of course they they go to if you've seen the trailers they go to a sort of a a bioengineered kind yeah. of planetoid kind of thing which is suitably gross. But it's also really interesting on the inside as well. Yeah, absolutely. And like great kind of soldier designs, like armor yeah. designs that are silly and in an interesting you, way. I mean, you could have just put them in, you know, like a basic stormtrooper, stormtrooper, halo, whatever, you know, yeah. something like that. But they don't, and mm. it's like it's strange and <laughs> it's a it's a weird thing to see, you know. Mm, but in in yeah, again, it feels. Like the the world as always like feels fleshed out, and also the two hundred million dollars. Very fleshed out. Yes, mm. they put Yucky. into this. Yeah, was spelt was spent appropriately, but like the core of this, and people have also talked about how like it basically ties the whole trilogy together and makes it his story. It's like it's it's a rocket focused story where mm. you find out his origins mm-hmm. and why he is the way he is, mm. and the journeys that he's been on, and maybe That's continue true. to go on. Who knows what happens to anybody mm. in this? We'll talk about it. Oh, oh, Ant-Man crushes him Ant-Man, with yeah. one boot. <laughs> one boot, yeah. He's like, I could go really big. <laughs> All of that. I'm a fight god. <laughs> <laughs> All of that good. Mm. Really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just I think they also There's talk. There's a lot of yelling. There, there is. Yeah, you, you, we've talked about this, but do you, do you think there is too much yelling? No, I this? think there's an appropriate amount of yelling. I, yeah. I think because I, I didn't watch the previous two. I watched two recently before, okay, to right. this. Mm-hmm. Which I, I like to a lot. Would you say there's roughly the same amount of yelling? Yeah, I th- I like this one. Probably, I mean, again, I I like two, but I like mm-hmm. this one more than two, and 
Maybe more than one, but I don't know. Mm. Or at least on par. I mean, I just yeah, saw yeah, it, so yeah. who's, who's to say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, another thing, I liked the the ongoing uh, evolution of the, the relationship or not relationship between Quill and New Gamora. I thought yeah. that, was, that was, you know, portrayed. It was a lot of yelling, though. It was so. a lot of yelling, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm. And yeah, I like. I just like the team dynamic. You know, when yeah. we, we see Drax and Mantis and yeah. uh, Nebula and Rocket, and just, just some good, just some team ups. Some and team. it's interesting. It's interesting to see them get to the point where they openly care about each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think the fact that they didn't continue with the narrative that like they can't express themselves, like they openly refer to each other as like family, and they go back mm. for each other. And they, even though that's they probably that Vin Diesel influence, probably, probably the Vin Diesel thing. But that was refreshing that we didn't go back to like well, I don't care about anybody, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah. we've passed that point, yeah. and I think that was I liked that a lot. Mm. One of the things I didn't like necessarily, oh, is I felt the it's mu- hater time. Here we go. The music choice was really scattershot. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of very aggressive needle drops in mm. this that are um and yeah, I think you're right in the sense that like the previous couple there's an era. Yeah, like the 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 you know the in the in the second one ego is you know his his origin on earth as a human is sort of that 1970s era, yeah. late late 70s early 80s and so it's kind of that's where the music sits kind of yeah. thing. And I guess the the idea being that uh, at the end of two, Peter Quill gets a Zune, which has yeah. newer music on it. songs on it. And whatever. I guess that's kind of why, where the scattershot yeah. element comes from. But and, and I understand that, like, narratively, I think because they open with, and I don't think this is a spoiler, they open with Radiohead's Creep, mm. which is the only song of theirs that I think anybody knows. Is that right, Mason? <laughs> They're not a big band, are Except they? Except for you. You know everything. No, I, a, I don't you're know. You're a man of a certain demographic. No, Mason. You love Radiohead. I don't know anything about Radiohead. Wow. By, not by even design. I'm kind of amazed that Radiohead allowed uh, one of their songs in a Marvel movie. They probably. Paid them a billion dollars. Well, that and, like, I think if James Gunn came to you, oh, that's and if made, you look yeah. at like what he's done for like yeah. Redbone, for example, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, you're you right. Would go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, or maybe Radiohead don't own the publishing to that, and they had no say. Well, that's also possible. Know. But I think, like, I understand why then the music like jumps over all different eras because mm. you know he's got the playlist and he's got like seventies, eighties, nineties, and whatever uh-huh. up to the early two thousands on that thing. But I felt it really like it really yeah. just dropped in like a hammer every yes. single time. Where whereas in the previous one, previous I think you know oftentimes it is them listening to it on a yeah listening to the music on a Walkman or something like that, and it's sort of woven into the the the, and the there, scene more. And that does happen in this. Mm. I also think like maybe they should have picked an era, and yeah, I right. think being a Zune, mm. maybe you go. Mid nineties to early two thousands, yeah, huh. and that's what I thought they were doing with like Radiohead and that dung- song that goes at th- Space Hog in the meantime. Yes, yes. I think that like because I, I love From the that album era. Resident Alien. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that era, mm-hmm. and so maybe that's just like a personal biases to be yeah, like, right. yeah, I would have liked to have seen more on that, but uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'd be interested to know whether like anybody else thinks that. Yeah, but I, I also wonder if when I go for a rewatch. Mm. Will it be as jarring? I'll yeah. Be like, oh, I get it now. But I, I remember, like, with the previous two movies, I would, like, I'd immediately, like, add those playlists to whatever, you know? Yeah, right, And this right. one I didn't feel, like, there's not even a song here that I don't like. Uh-huh. I just don't necessarily mm. like the, them as a collection. You're saying that after you heard Radiohead Creep, everything else was a step down for you. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mason. Oh, look, it's like. a, straight away. Like, if you, I opened up Spotify and the Guardian's playlist is right here. It says, Nick Mason, I know where you live. What? Yeah. 
Um, we haven't really talked about it and we're probably more in spoilers, but I think the action set pieces are good. As mentioned, like the opening, like brawl is good. There's a moment where they break into a like a big organic facility, which is good. Mm-hmm. Any kind of showdown they have with like yeah, yeah, weak yeah, creatures yeah. or the bad guy and all of that. I think there's also like a like a brutality to the action in this, and it feels like mm. very visceral. Yes. Um, and th- there's also some like fun moments. There's a moment where they have to like escape, and Gamora's just like <laughs> very like openly will kill anybody or do anything yep. to to get out. I think that mm. that works really well. Um, I also really liked the placement of the F-bomb in this. Um, <laughs> I don't think we should spoil it. We'll, no, we'll we won't, it. but I think that... The Marvel's first one, probably? It is. The, it's the MCU's first one because PG-13 movies, they, they're they allowed to have one F-bomb. I've talked about mm. this, like, at length, and we've seen it, like, often you know when they do the F-bomb and it's, like, a big deal. Like, yeah, right, that's in true. In X-Men, I want to say Dark Phoenix, but it yeah, could right. be any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott Summers is like, let me across the road, I'll fucking kill you. And it's yeah, this yeah. real dramatic moment. Before the frog is seen. <laughs> yeah, before the frog is seen. But this, it's just in a... Matter just, of fact Yeah, way. and apparently it was improv as well. And it feels like that. Mm. And it's it's just a funny yeah. moment that comes and goes mm. that I quite like. Yes. That clip's online. You can just see that, by the yeah, way, if right. you are interested mm. in, in doing so. Um, should we do some spoilers? Yes, I'm going to say best movie ever. I, I really liked fun. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good good finale to the arc, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll see some more Guardian stuff in the future. Maybe we'll talk about it in spoilers, which is right now, Mason. Spoiler time, big time spoiler time. We're going to say who lives and who dies. Yep. We're going to say what happens right at the end, and we're going to do all sorts of stuff. So if you don't like that, tune out now or hit pause or turn the volume down or fling the ear pods out of your ears or via car off a cliff. Yep. <laughs> or all. Yeah. Or none and go, why'd you spoil it? Because <laughs> we hate you. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> You specifically, the yeah. one guy yeah. who took our options and was like, no, thank you. I don't want to. Um, so what really surprised me Go on. is that the t- all of the team lived. That's true. Yeah. And it, was a, it wasn't like, oh, okay. It was like a yeah. pleasant surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It felt earned. It felt earned and it felt like they deserved to all get away with their lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got they, away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it would, yeah, I, I, I think we would all... It would be a real downer if one of them had to, you know, Rocket had to to sacrifice his life to to save yeah. the rest of the team, and they and they had another space funeral or whatever. I think that would have been a real a real downer, a real downer, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and, there but, is and a, I think I think they got away with it by having the tragic deaths of Flora yeah. and Teefs and Ly- Lila. Yeah, I think absolutely. that probably. And also, I think in previous movies, mm. like with the death of like Yondu, yeah. Peter Quill's mum dies in like the first scene in the first movie. That's true. So you and Gamora's dead. Groot died. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you going into this, it's like no, these they can die. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were primed to accept that one or more of them probably were going to die. Yeah. Ah, oh, that that James Gunn is a little stinker. He might isn't know he? what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Mm. What if he ruins the DC universe? Ah, oh, who cares? I'll restart it again. Yeah. I mean, start it for the first time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But there's there is also like a bit of sweetness to the end of it. Mm. It's interesting because they save the dance number, which is usually at the start for the very end. That's true. Like the happy, you know, they've yeah. all got a happy dance number. In the first one, it's Peter Quill going and breaking in. Mm. The second one is Baby Groot. This this one starts with. Creep oh, by Radiohead, true, yeah. and then ends with the the mm. good fun time. But it is bittersweet because they all some stay on the team and they all disperse. That's true. So it, I think you still get that emotional kind of 
Maybe not. Maybe not the, like the sadness of a death, but there mm. is like a a catharsis. A catharsis. That's a, mm. a that's a good way to put it. And yeah, and, and maybe you know, it, it kind of feels like you know, maybe some of them will never see each other again, or yeah, you know, especially the ones who don't want to wear all the makeup anymore. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got surgery, and I'm just Dave Batista now. <laughs> but they ruined my eyes, so I have to wear my little glasses. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> There's also a lot of violence and death in this. Mm. A whole planet of people yeah. that we meet mm. are obliterated. They are obliterated, it's true. Like it's nothing. Mm. Um, not in like a – it didn't – it felt like, oh, my God, what an yeah. awful thing. Uh-huh. Well, it is interesting as well that in order to save Rocket, the Guardians team will just cut a swath of, of <laughs> destruction and death through Everybody, yeah, you know, I like that. Yeah, though. it's good though. Yeah, I think that again returns to like the Peter Quill from the previous movies, mm. especially when he when we didn't like somebody, he'll go like well out of his way. That's true to ensure that you know that person will survive, and just the fact that like they'll brazenly walk into a facility mm-hmm. where they'll probably die, mm. and then they kill a room full of people, and he literally like buries a guy in the earth yeah. from like leaping out of a. Living out of a f- spaceship and whatever, all that, mm. all that's really. I like Buff Groot. I wasn't sure whether I, I uh-huh. how that would play, mm. and I, I like that yeah, a lot. Yeah, I like yeah. the design and yeah. got all the guns in him and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Did you buy the moment where they scan Peter Quill for weapons, but they don't scan Groot because he's a wooden yeah, man? Probably. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I like <laughs> I like the Groot where he turned into he went kaiju mode, uh-huh. but he's all kind of. Weedy, yeah. because he just expands. He mm. probably doesn't have like the strength, yeah, because uh-huh. he's just all like, mm. like a black blowing up yeah. a balloon. I, I love that, that we finally saw a Counter Earth. This, this, um, yeah, which I think in some Marvel continuities is just on the opposite side of the sun to where Earth Often is. That will be, but yeah. I guess in this instance, it's just out in space somewhere. But just yeah. that felt very kind well, it was. of, yeah, it was. I, it felt like the worst, like the the most awful Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the sense yeah. of like. Just a guy who the, – that's what I love about these cosmic movies is just there's the, – the tech to just build another planet Earth and just put it over there. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And everyone in the galaxy is just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And it's also the 70s over there for yeah. some reason. <laughs> yeah. Like the, he, the, the, the – I guess that's where he saw Earth last I or whatever. I guess that's true, yeah. I'm assuming. Mm. Yeah. But I think aesthetically also that's the most interesting because if it was just – Now? I don't think the character design would be as interesting. Yeah. It, I, it just, there's just something about the weird color scheme. If everybody's and, uh, wearing K-pop T-shirts, you don't think that would be as interesting? Not as interesting. Because that would just look like like Peter Quill's outfit in space. Where he's off sure, yeah, there. yeah. Um, but just that everybody's wearing a sweater vest and they've got like weird family photos on the wall. And yeah. Fun, a bit of fun. All that bizarre. And they're all dead also. Yeah, and they're all dead. The planet is dead. Speaking of dead, we find out Rocket's origins in great detail. Yeah. Just horrifying and like Ugh. the experiments and the, the way he's treated and he's all kind of like timid and then they shoot his friends and yeah. and all of that. Just awful. And then he tears a man's face off. He sure does. Or doesn't Gamora tear a man's face off? No, because he tore up his face and that was a mask that he was wearing over the top. Um. So when they peel it off, they actually say like, no, that's the words are like, that's a mask. Oh. Yeah. So he was wearing like a prosthesis. Oh, okay. So also oh, Rocket tore his face off in the past. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And then, yeah, so that's why that that's all that's all going on. But, yeah, those were the two moments in the, the dead animals where I'm oh, yeah. like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to bring <laughs> my, my yeah. seven-year-old to see this movie. Yeah. He'd probably be fine, but, like, mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what if it buries in his psyche? Yeah. 
Yeah. What if you're like, was that fine? And he's like, it is fine. And then he just never sleeps again. Yeah, that's like, right. You're looking tired, son. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I haven't slept. Saw in, a guy get his face torn off. Haven't slept in two years. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But yeah, all that, like that Rocket backstory, and I also like they they again they lean into like the cunningness of Rocket because mm. he's like, as he discovers, he's a raccoon. Yeah. And he's not as strong as like a person, mm. but in a fight, like he's ready. Like the the high evolutionary uses like he's telekinesis technology mm. on him and he's got like a little device to like counter that. That's right. And then he can, you know, shoot him or, or whatever. Mm. I thought that was like, even though he was terrified to go into that scenario, like he's had years to think about it and he's, and he's ready if this guy ever crosses mm. his path again. That's right. Yeah. It felt like a really satisfying showdown, especially because they all got together and beat him up. Yeah. Which is a thing I love in a movie, That's Mason. Right. It's chapter one or possibly two or both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. That's they right. all beat up the Red Wizard at the end. Yeah. It's good. It's my favorite thing. It's beautiful, beautiful teamwork. You know what? Someone's going to do it in a movie I don't like, and I'm going to be like, well, you've ruined this for me now. Well, we had a good run. <laughs> we did, yeah. yeah. Really satisfying because, I mean, you don't know which. I thought it was going to be just Peter Quill who comes back for Rocket in the crashing mm. ship. But, like, they all come back yeah. to be like, yeah, let's beat this guy up. That's right. <laughs> One more for the road, hey? Yeah. It's really laying to this guy. Yeah. I also think that, like, leading into Drax's – it's interesting we never really got his – like, a look at his family. Like, well, we know true, yeah. his backstory but, mm. and how they died. But, mm. like, you see – I think we can safely assume uh, wife, it's him in a dress. Yeah. And child, it's him in a dress on his knees with the shoes <laughs> attached to his Sure. Knees. That's – I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. But, you know, him finding his place in the universe as being a dad. Like, yes, all these that orphan, was nice. Orphan kids and all of that. Yeah. And I, I really like the element of the high evolutionary hated Rocket because Rocket had independent thought mm. and he couldn't understand how he could how he could get to that point. And I think it's because, like, he's, he's only, like, he's making societies and basically putting people in it like dolls and they can't, like, go outside of that. Yeah, right. And I think also if you look at that guy and how flawed he is, that's probably because he's not even he's not allowing people to be creative mm. and to forge their own path. That's true. So that's probably why it keeps happening to him. Yes, that's true. <laughs> like if it doesn't work, he's just like, like if it yeah. doesn't work immediately, he isn't like, well, we'll see what their kids do. He's just like, let's kill them all and start yeah. again. So yeah, he's the flawed one, isn't he? That's what I was saying. Make you think. Yeah, but mm. I thought that was, yeah, that was just a what an absolute like lunatic of a character to yeah. put in this mm. um, as a yeah as a villain yeah. and in a way a victom. Of his own hubris. Ooh. And, and, Rocket, and Rocket clawed his face <laughs> off and then they all beat him up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was he just a guy? How do you mean? Like he was a man, right? I mean, no, he had his powers and his, and his face. Right. But like he was a guy, right, before he got his upgrades. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Again, mm. that's another element that I like. Mm. And he wasn't even like, I'm going to take over the universe. He was just like, I want to build some, some society, some yeah. weird stuff. I want to build a mutant yeah. turtle. And yeah. Like, well, we got, we got, we got those. But even like the rest of the universe, because he's like a corporation, who just like, whatever. Mm. Like he's not even like a threat to most people. That's true. Because he's just, he's just doing his own yeah. weird, awful thing. Like just off in his own pocket of the galaxy. Did this movie have a lot of huge Easter eggs or hidden stuff or anything like that? Probably some cosmic stuff in here, I'd imagine. Yeah, probably. I didn't, I think, yeah, I... I As uh, someone who doesn't do Easter egg videos anymore, Mason, that's true. you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, it was nice to see Cosmo again. Yeah. I like the subplot with uh, Cosmo and... Uh, Craglin. Craglin over, yeah. he, he refused to call, take away, yeah. he refused to take back calling her a bad dog. I thought that mm. was a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see Howard the Duck again. Oh, yeah. 
Mm. Absolutely. It was nice to see all the other Ravagers yeah, and all their different teams. Yeah, what do you think cool. of the new team at the end that they put together? We've got a video coming out. Okay, so we've got so the, so the new team, it's Rocket. Yep. Uh, Adam Warlock. Yep. Groot. Yep. Bigger Groot. Yep. And the little kid. By... Phylavel. Phylavel, yeah. Mm. Who's like in the comics is yeah. Marvel's like. I thought it was interesting that their final mission wasn't like protect a town from some bandits, but kill a bunch of animals. Well, they did kill a bunch of animals in this movie. That's true, they did. Yeah. Mm. Remember when they killed all those robot animals? Yes. Oh, the hell, hell beasts yeah. or whatever they were. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But these were just like local wildlife, it seemed. <laughs> yeah, it did seem that way. Yeah. I wonder if they were just like. I was oh, Craglin and Adam Warlock as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Team, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if they didn't know. I'm, I wonder if the actors didn't know what they were going to be coming up against. Sure. And they were just like, I'll put it in later. Also, perhaps, see, to me, at the end, if they were battling bandits, yeah. that would make more sense. Yeah. Because the bandits are there to do evil and they're, to pre- they're protecting. But, you know, the. But I also wonder, maybe it's because Love and Thunder had. Remember oh, at the start, did, the they? Guardians yeah. were fighting bandits, and then at the end, Thor and his daughter were. Yeah. Fighting bandits, bandits, so it's like, okay, well, we oh, can't yeah. just do that. I against... wouldn't have remembered that. No. <laughs> I would have been happy if they were fighting bandits. Well, I bet James Gunn will never forget. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Do you want to talk about the F word placement? Yes. It's just, he just says it in a bit of fun. In a moment of frustration, <laughs> yeah, that's opening a car door. Yeah. And I like that a lot. Uh-huh. I, yeah, as mentioned, they, they released that clip online, but I purposely, I didn't watch outside of like the first trailer, I didn't really watch mm. any of this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was. So I, a lot of this I didn't know going in, which I think was good, mm. Mason. Yeah. Should we get some reviews in from other people? Yes. I've got some here. This is from oh. Rob Marone who says. Hey, Rob Marone. Hey, Rob Marone, he says. I'm Rob Marone. What are you doing out here? Rob, we're doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> he says, Marvel Studios have been in a slight slump since the last Spider-Man movie. Hey, give me some pictures of him. But the new Guardians by James Gunn was pretty amazing. Hey, great book into the trilogy, best movie ever. Wow. Yeah. He lost that accent towards the end, didn't he? I, think I mean, he was, what even was it? I think he was putting it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like something he would Might do. Might not even be Italian. Oh, no. uh, this one's from username that's witty at first says, oh, yeah. hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3 last night. It was great. I was hooked the whole way through, although I do find it odd that it is being advertised as a kid-friendly movie, Happy Meal and Cereal Box Toys, oh. since it feels more adult than Batman Returns. This movie will make kids cry. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Agreed. And this is from Devesh who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is phenomenal. It's absolutely not a family film, but a story for the generation of kids who grew up with these films like myself. That's an interesting wrinkle because we were men's already when the first one came out. We're already men. (laughs) I got married the year that first one came out. So, yeah. A finale where the... The Guardians-themed wedding. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, A finale where the elevated stakes felt justified and the villain shook me to my core. What a spectacular trilogy. Instead of I do, you demanded you and your wife said, I am Groot. (laughs) You were like, everyone will know what we meant. Oh, Groot said, I love you guys. Yeah. Now, here's a question. He said it in I am Groot. Yeah. Because otherwise people would be surprised. But so, nobody in the audience, nobody in the team is surprised. That's what I was saying. Because mm. like, it seems obvious at first that like he just said it. But I took that as that's how anybody who understands him says it. And I feel like also he might even choose who can understand him. Mm. I don't know whether that's true. Because it seems to be like you just get it one day. Right. Like Gamora uh, just got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what this was. And that was letting the audience in on Yeah, that's what it was, that. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever. Because otherwise they'd be like, what? What? It's really? Yeah. What? You know what else is a sign of a good movie? Mm. And I think this is a good place for me to end on it. But you're happy to, yeah, I'm happy for you to go for another 10 minutes. I'll step out. Okay. I was going to say, in case we get emails, I think 
Uh, doesn't Thor say he can understand Groot because he took a semester of Groot oh, language or something? Oh, that's a good point. So I think it's but also pre- he's a liar. He's also a liar. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, none of none of uh, Taika Waititi's Thor movies are canon. So. <laughs> They're in their own universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, not yeah. counter-Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, is that watching this, yes, and sir. I only realized this after because this is something you do realize after, mm-hmm. I never had a moment where I was like, oh, I'm watching a movie. Oh, this scene, this is interesting. Oh, uh, you know, oh, you know, this I don't love this. This is dragging. Oh, you were in it. You, I was in it. Mm. And I think. That cinema baby? Yeah. I, that, yeah. To me, that doesn't happen mm. that as often as you'd want, maybe. That's true. Yeah. Mm. You know, often you're watching a movie and you're like, oh, even if movies you like, and you're like, oh, yeah. Mm. You know, but, sure, you, sure. but you're kind of aware of your surroundings mm. and like, you know, you're in and out of it or yeah, whatever. But I, you are, you I are. felt. I didn't feel the runtime of this like at all. Mm. I was just locked into it. So you'd say that's cinema baby. I'd say that's cinema baby. Oh. And would you say movies are back? Baby? I would say that's a cinema baby. What was the, when was the last time you felt that? What about a Top Gun Maverick, for Probably example? Probably the movie Bloodshot. Oh yeah, another Vin Diesel. Another Vin Diesel. Yeah. It might be just Vin Diesel movies. Maybe it is. It's true. It maybe Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What movies have we seen recently? Actually, I, I felt it during Ant Man three. No, you didn't. You're a liar. <laughs> maybe you're lying now. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you've never felt anything in a movie. That's also yeah. true. Maybe I'm an amazing actor, Mason. Mm. Uh, anyway, should we move on to the next segment of the show? Yes. I wish we could, but we don't. I can never remember the name of it. It's called What We Read and What yep. We're Going to Read. Okay, let's do it now. Okay. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I watched a movie. Oh, yeah. Because uh, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about, I think, uh, we were like, what's what's Michelle Rodriguez been up to? What's what, she get, what movies did she get up to? Yeah. You know I mean? uh, and I so I tracked down a movie that I, I'm sort of amazed I haven't, hadn't seen before. It's from 2018. It's called Widows. It's directed by Steve McQueen. Oh, Not that Steve yeah. McQueen. I know, I know this different movie. different Steve yeah. McQueen. But it's, um, it's about a group of widows. So a... a, a, a Elizabeth Debicki. Yeah, yeah. A heist team of... Daniel Kaluuya. This is a Marvel who's who. That's what I'm saying. The, Liam Neeson from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So it's about so it's about four women who their their husbands were like a, a team of criminals. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the Eternals. That's exactly right, and other things. <laughs> but their 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 husbands were in a heist crew, and they were killed. John Berenthal. And so these these widows are like, mm. we gotta we gotta we gotta finish the job. We're gonna make this happen. But anyway, yeah, Michelle, this this is an ins- it's an insane cast. Is it Robert Duvall's in it. Robert Duvall is in oh this. My yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Jackie Weaver is in it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, all, all the people you said, Colin Farrell is in it. Apparently, there's a second Michelle Rodriguez in this movie who plays a character called Linda. Oh, like a huh? Maybe it's a stunt person. I don't oh, know. Maybe who is this person? Because the, because the Michelle. Well, no, Linda is, is also Michelle Rodriguez's with, character. No, but look, this is a, this is a different. <laughs> oh, I think that's a. I, I think a that's a, I think that's a Google error of some okay, sort. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, like it's it's one of my sort of. I think in in a, a weeks past I mentioned a movie called Killing Them Softly, which is that yes. Andrew Dominic film that's really kind of grubby. This had a similar vibe. It's got some like really kind of good heist action. Yeah, but um, she's not in this movie. That was a mistake. You're right. But yeah. Go on. Good uh, heist but, action. Yeah. But it's also like it's got that grub grubbiness and grain to it. I love a it. grub. And it, and again, like like you said. Would you even say like a like a wet worm? Yeah, used for promotional exactly to sell right. a can of coke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll check it okay. out. What'd I also want? got a copy of uh, Miami Vice, the the Michael Mann version, which I uh, 
I don't remember loving that at the time, but it's no, probably see, exactly. Good. I don't think I've Didn't ever seen Patrick Willems, wasn't he? Yes, like, exactly. The, uh, Patrick Willems released a video recently about it, it's, uh, movies that are all vibes. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I should give this another tr- tr- uh, try. So I tracked it down on Blu ray because you can't get it on streaming in Australia. Uh, and I'm going to give it another watch and see, right. see how, because I don't think I've ever finished it. Because he created the original show, didn't he? He executive produced it, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. So he's got, he's, he, he, so Whatever. He created the look and the vibe. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. What have you been watching? Well, I read a comic that you lent to me. It's called What a Nice House or some what's it, something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's called Wow, it's What called a Nice House. <laughs> wow. And it's uh, we'll prob- the, the Nice House on the Lake. Yes. We'll probably cover it in um, Moo Club, which is yes. kind of a, a big uh, sandwich paywall. Speaking of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. week at Big Sandwich, guess Go what on. it is, Mason? What? It's me trying to complete the game Batman Returns on the Atari Lynx. Did you it's do a it? Let's play. Did you do it? I can't tell you, Mason, Did even you though I know it? you know. I know. Anyway, that's at bigsandwich.co. If you've signed up, it's like our Patreon. If you don't know, uh, it's a bunch of bonus stuff that yeah, is exclusive yeah, yeah. to there. Literally thousands of hours of, con- of content mm. at this point, probably. Do you like watching a grown man struggle through a game he played <laughs> like 20 years ago? Yep. Great. Do I? Do you? Yeah, I loved it. Do other people? Then you should sign up to this. Yeah, thing. man. Yeah, nice. We also talk about like other Batman Returns games mm. that came out and whatever. There's a bunch of stuff there yeah, if you yeah, are interested. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, What a Nice House, the comic book. Uh, we'll oh, yeah. probably cover it on there. But I, yeah, I thought it was terrific. It's like a it's like a spooky, apocalyptic kind of mystery mystery nightmare. Mm. But it's about the characters. The characters. Yeah, it's cool, I think. There's a nice house in it. There is a very nice house. Which is what I remember it. about yeah, it. Yeah. But um. No, I would recommend that, but mm. we'll probably – I won't spoil it, but we'll talk more about yeah, that yeah. probably another time. Oh, and if uh, if you like Where Can I Find the Movie Widows, Where can I, I found it on Tubi, Widows? which is that – you know, that uh, that streaming service that is like uh, – I've made – I've pu- very publicly made fun of it in the past because it has a lot of like weird asylum-style junk on it. And then but this movie. But it seems to be getting better. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, check out check out Tubi, I'll which is free, but they have ads, but – Mine's never shown an ad. Because nobody ever saw it. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe my app's broken, but I've never seen an ad on this thing. So I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my people, goodness. It's like, well, you know, there's some good stuff on there if you can suffer through the ads. And I'm like, I've never seen an ad. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. Well, and incredible. then my TV was like, you want to update this app? And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> because what if I get ads? Do you want to make me? Yeah, that's right. You can't. You can't do it, TV. You silly TV. Sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, there's the move. There's the movie Widows, which I enjoyed a lot. But there's also the 2010 uh, 50 Cent movie Gun. Oh, gun. gun. Isn't there a game called Gun? Probably a game called Gun. It's probably called Gun. Ooh, the movie Gun also features Val Kilmer and James Remar. Now that's a cast. and Danny Trejo. Oh my god! You watch Gun. Let me check the Rotten Tomatoes. Auto playing. I've got no choice. I got to watch Gun. Oh, okay, we'll get into it. I guess. I guess. Um, twenty five percent Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's not to say that it's good. Mm. Saying the opposite of that, in fact. Yes. Wow, we've been up to so many things. We have, haven't we? But I wish and I we'll knew. be up to even more things. I hope so. One day in the future. Mm. But I'd like to know what other people are up to, oh, and yes. maybe we could talk about that in the letter segment. But there's no one here, so how could they let us know? Why don't we go into the segment and we'll just see what happens? Okay, great. We'll just play it by ear. Nice. We'll deal with the theme song. Classic one was letters, oh letters, we love Good you. Good theme song. Letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. James, I don't know if you know this, but I've just gone into the the, the, the email. Yeah. And people have emailed in with stuff they've been up to. That's interesting you say that because nobody arrived. I was like almost expecting like yeah, somebody yeah. to walk through the door and we tell We would have us. had to cancel. Yeah. We would have had to cancel the segment. Weird. 
Okay, well, that's yeah, yeah. fortuitous. I've the... actually got some tweets here also. Go on. Give us a tweet. People have hashtagged. <laughs> People have written the hashtag. You gutless wonder. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. And that's infinitely fascinating to me, Mason, mm. that people have done that. That's right. Do you want to go Just first? Just apropos of nothing as well. We didn't even ask them to I do that. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. That's right. But go on. Okay, here's an email from Sebastian Borland. And he Ooh. says, another Maryland versus Virginia local discrepancy. Oh, hello. Apparently we're saying Maryland wrong. No, we're not. But guess what? I've been saying it differently every time and I don't know which is correct and I don't care. I care okay. immensely. Hey, guys, I'm from Maryland. So we're going to unbiasedly say Virginians are worse drivers than Marylanders. Whoa. What did we say last time? I can't remember. Yeah. Our word is, is our bond. Anyway, in Maryland, crabbing out in the Chesapeake Bay is a huge deal and we use fish heads as bait. In Virginia, they use chicken necks. This would have been a huge debate 100 years ago and now no one really cares. It's the perfect time for you two Aussies to swoop in and crown the victor. Are you team fish head or chicken neck? Wow, that's interesting. I feel like... Fish heads would smell worse. Okay, but I'm saying chicken necks yeah. in the in the river, blasphemy. In the bay, that's yuck. But feeding fish to fish. That's cannibalism. You're absolutely Depending, right. I mean, it's different fish. Mm, like yeah, a yeah. person can eat a monkey, that's fine. That's right? very true, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so something to think about. Mm. It. I was thinking about last week with uh, Virginia and Maryland and who's the worst drivers. Mm. I think it's pronounced Maryloon. I don't care. But listen, what's important is <laughs> I thought about it right oh, yeah. in relation to female drivers. Because statistically, no, listen to this, Mason. It's about to be sexist. Statistically, female drivers are safer Mm. and have less accidents than male drivers. But these names are both female. Oh. Or female presenting. Virginia and Maryland. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. (laughs) No. Yeah. It's a completely irrelevant detail you've picked up on, I think. Yeah. Also, Mary is a woman's name, but Mary Land isn't. You don't think somebody's name could be Mary Land? I guess it could. Hi, I'm Mary Land. I guess it could. You might know my parents, Mr. Mm. and Mrs. Land. Yeah, that's true. Something to think about. Mm. Anyway, I'm going to say fish, he- fish heads or I think chicken fi- I think fish heads. I mean, you're not. You're, what are you <laughs> putting a creature of the air in, a, in the water? Chicken's not a creature Against of the God. air. Against God? Chicken's not a creature of the air. No, that's true. It's, it's, like, a ch- it's a creature of the dirt. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'm still not, you shouldn't put them in the water. I mean, I guess the advantages of I both. I mean, duck necks. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're going to bait a hook with duck necks, that's it's something fine. I think that would be helpful. Yeah, yeah. When you're using a chicken neck, mm-hmm. you're using the whole part of the chicken. Nothing that's is true. going to waste. Mm. But also with a fish head, you're not really doing much with that either. So you're using the whole part of the fish. Again, mm. something that doesn't help. I think it probably, if if you guys want. It seems like these two places have a lot of problems yeah. and a lot, a big rivalry. And Are you I thinking think, some kind of brawl? No, I'm thinking, I mean, yes, obviously, that's step one. Yeah. But once you've done the brawl, whoever's still alive, I think you should, I think you should pa- make a pact and you should both use some sort of fish head, chicken neck combination. Okay. I think you should stick the fish head on the chicken neck yeah. and that should be your bait. You're, you know what I mean? Do you reckon you could rubber band a fish head by using a chicken neck as a rubber band and yes. flick it? Yes. Mm. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yes. Anyway, I think we've solved that problem. Yeah. Yeah. A brawl? Yeah, a brawl <laughs> and then some sort of weird island of Dr. Moreau fusion yeah. of fish and fowl yeah. in a way, you know. That's perfect. Yeah, and that's going to stink real bad. And I, I think agree. that's funny. It's going to be quite foul. Mm. I've got a tweet here from Sasha who says, hashtag weekly planet pod. And Sasha says, excuse me. Oh, Whoa. sorry. I'm um, excuse me. You can't just drop the name Animorphs like that and not, not elaborate at Wikipedia Brown at Mr. Sunday Movies. What is going on? I don't know anything about Animorphs. Okay, I'll tell you about Animorphs. Okay. 
Alien comes down. He goes, hello, yes. I'm also the guy from Spooks season one to maybe four. Matthew I'm in McFadden? charge. Of, no, he's in charge of stuff okay. or whatever. And he's a bad guy. Oh, yeah. But then kids, including the guy who plays Iceman or the guy who's Iceman's brother because there's two of them. One of the Ashmores. One of the Ashmores and some other people. They get given alien animorph powers, which means they can animorph oh. into an animorph, nice. an animal. Okay. And it might be like a tiger. It might be a bear. It might be a chicken neck. Oh, my. These are all things that <laughs> happen on the show Animorphs and they wow. and they fight aliens and crime or something. I did read a Twitter thread where somebody sort of summarized all the books. Oh, yeah. And a lot of, lot of people getting their limbs cut off and oh, yeah. horrors of war and so forth. Only, a lot of people going insane. Yeah. Mm. I only remember the show. I don't remember. I didn't read any books. Right. But, you know, you've seen those covers where somebody awkwardly transitions into a horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> Big fan of that. Oh, that's, that's the good stuff. Yeah, it is. Mm. And once also, I don't know if you know this, but in the Animorph universe, and Sasha would know this also, mm. once you anamorph, you can't unanamorph. You're just stuck as like a turtle. I don't think that's true. Have you read any? No, but I think you can change back. I don't, well, if you look at the book, they're normally turning into an animal. Oh, and they're never changing back. An There's no covers that are like a, someone changing from a majestic hawk just to a regular guy <laughs> working at the shops, <laughs> working down at the boost juice. That's right. Well. So you've got to use your animorph power at the exact right mm. moment, otherwise you've wasted. Also, you don't know where you're going to turn into. I don't think that's true. So either. you could turn into like... I don't know. So you're like, we gotta get out of here. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go. Look, jump on my back, and then you turn into a dolphin and you're fucked because you just, <laughs> you just did a field. Right. This is the world of animals. I don't think you know anything about the world of animals, James. Well, I think you're trying to upset the hardcore animals fans. If I had to guess, the morph heads. Guess, yeah, the morph heads. Yeah. That's right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you asked me to elaborate, and I've done it. You've done it. That's true. That's great yeah. stuff. I think we've all learned a lot. I agree. Uh, here's an email from Matthew. Yes. Uh, uh, subject line, life. Hey, both oh. of you make me laugh a lot, and I appreciate you both a lot. Wow. Uh, my name is Matthew. I'm from Chicago, but I live in Milwaukee now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I still see my family often that live in Illinois, so I listen to you guys often on the highway. I just had a question for you guys. Uh, my favorite animal is the platypus. I have a tattoo of one and see my first one next month. Yes. Yeah, How is that? I don't know. In a, in, in a Milwaukee? At yeah. the Milwaukee Platypus Museum. Well, I hope it's in an appropriate aqua aquarium. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his question is, what are your thoughts on them? Love them. Yeah. Big fan. Mo- the, a monotreme yeah. in this economy? Yes, please. <laughs> you know what's good about them? An egg-laying mammal? Yeah, egg-laying mammal. And they've got that stinger. Yeah, some of them do. I don't think they both do. It's either the male or the female right. or both. Like, that'll mess you up. Yeah, it'll get you right in the ear. Um, it gives the other, you nerve damage or something. They thought they were like, they fake like when they first came across oh, yeah. them because it's duck-billed body of a beaver, yeah, a yeah. mammal that lays eggs, and it can sting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, welcome to Australia, baby. Yeah. Somebody once told me, this is a nothing story and I'm only half remembering it, but <laughs> backpacking. Elaborate. And add it some was lies. A guy, add some lies. Add some lies. He was an American guy. Yeah, this yeah. is true, this part. Mm-hmm. And I, this isn't like a slight. Let us know when you get to the lie. Yeah, but he was a, training to be a doctor. Oh, yeah. And he said that the reason platypuses exist is because they were isolated to Australia and he didn't believe in evolution and it was some kind of separate creation by God. Huh. And I'm like, you're a doctor? Yeah. And, and that was the that was all I remember from the conversation. <laughs> yeah. So that's something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's some of that may be a lie, but that's what I vaguely remember. That's cool, I think. Anyway, also not as big as you'd think. They're yeah. like they're like football sized. Right. Um also yeah. when you go and see them at the Melbourne Zoo or other places, there's a Maybe very in real life. That 
so? Maybe in real life. Maybe. But, like, they might not even be there. Like, because sometimes they just—they often just not in their enclosure mm. or they're yeah. hiding. Sometimes you go to the zoo and you're at that—you're at that point in the day where all the animals are asleep. Yeah, they're just—they're all dead. Yeah. Oh no. Tired mm. from being shot. Oh, no. Yeah, man. I love the zoo, but only if it's like an ethical zoo and stuff. Mm, I don't want to sure. go into a zoo and they've got like a cheetah on a rope and they're kicking. They're it. whipping the platypus. <laughs> 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 Shut more, <laughs> more platypusing, more. <laughs> they've tied, they've tied ropes to him, and they're they're pulling a big boulder. <laughs> why? For the entertainment of the masses. That's why. Well, that's also what they do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The I love a bit of that. Love that's a platypus. True, yeah. Anyway, answer to your question. I hope you like it. Yeah. Also, Perry the platypus. I don't know who that is. It's from the show. An animorph. No, Mason. You're thinking of the show Animorphs. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and books. Got another one? I've got one. You've got you give give us one. From Humphrey who says, hashtag we Humphrey. Pod. Humphrey. Be bear? No, it doesn't say be bear. Humphrey. This is Ward. how this is this is how Humphrey Bee Bear would advertise the big wet Coca-Cola worm. Go on. He's mute. He's mute. He's doing a little dance. He's doing the jack-off motion. I'm not. <laughs> got a kebab after a big night out. I'm was, listening. And I was certain I met at Wikipedia Brown. Oh yes. Got a selfie, and then the next day I realized it was just some other guy. I guess him being Scottish and unaware of the podcast should have made it clear in hindsight. Nice guy, though. So if you see this photo, he's just taken a photo of a guy. Yeah, I have seen that photo, and <laughs> it is, in fact, just a guy. Yeah. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's very nice, yeah, as yeah, mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes somebody will be like, hey, is this you? And it's a photo of a man with a really big beard. Yeah. This is just a photo of a man with a regular beard, I'm pretty Yeah, it wasn't sure. even a very big beard. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. he was nice enough to go along with it. That's cool. Anyway, if you think that you've met us at some point, get a photo. Yes. Bother some people. Yes. Especially when it's not us. That's right. Yeah, if it's us, mm. leave us alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. fine, isn't it? Yeah. What's next, mate? This is from Sean. He says, graduated from college today. Whoa! Hey, James and Mace. So I graduated t- today with a multidisciplinary engineering degree. Me too. You're a liar. Yeah, I lied just then. You're a son of a bitch. Uh, it's not much of a stretch to say you guys helped me get through countless hours of boring assignments and terrible projects through the best podcast out there and the hilarity that is Caravan of Garbage. You guys are great, and I will continue being a lifelong listener as I transition into my career. That's from Sean. Whoa. Will you, Sean? Well, I hope will so. Will you be a lifelong listener? Let's find lifelong? out. Lifelong? Yeah. Mm. Some people think that we're crap and they realise that and they <laughs> stop right. listening. That's right. Well, as soon as, a lot of, well, I mean, the story we get the most is... Yeah. We get an email that's like, hey, guys, I just got my multidisciplinary engineering degree and I've just realized you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> you guys suck hard. And uh, goodbye. And it's true. Yeah, it's true. All of those things are that's true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's right. Wow. Is that everything then? I think that's the whole more? show. Great. My goodness, folks, thank you so much for listening. This is what beautiful. Uh, big app, would you say? I'd say it was a big app. Big app. We had a lo- lovely time, I think. Yeah. Here's how Frank Walker from National Tiles would advertise the big wet worm. Go on. Coca-Cola. Let's do it. Hello. Look at this big wet worm. That's exactly right. You were, you were on the wavelength, James. Wait a minute. So the worm is also a promotional. I don't no, no, remember. Listen, because the worm is promoting the Coke. So it's yes. Frank Walker being like, I just need to explain the worm. So it's a mascot oh, yeah, he's of a on man the radio, isn't explaining he? the worm. I guess, yeah, that's true, yeah. Or he's on TV. I've seen him on TV. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, we know what he looks like. A big freak? No, he's normal. Okay. He's right. normal, Mason. He's normal? All right, yeah. great. That's anyway, lovely. 
Wrap up the show while I, while I Google Frank Walker. If you for wouldn't you. mind, thank you, uh, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, thank you for uh, subscribing on your podcast catcher. Thank you for telling your friends about the show because that is how we get new listeners. Uh, recommend an episode to them or a caravan of garbage. Perhaps. Frank Walker is accused of falsifying documents. I was thinking of a different <laughs> That's guy. How Frank Walker. I was thinking of the guy from Tomorrowland. Ad, Ad Aussie will save you. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what this guy... He looks nothing like I he thought he He does not like. look anything like I expected. I Frank hate Walker. knowing that now. Oh, no. You've, you've ruined the magic of Frank Walker. Fuck. Why don't I look at that? I don't know. We can't... Damn it. Oh, it's burnt into my retina. Yeah, when, we Like can't. when you stare at the sun. This is the only time in my life I've ever wanted the men in black memory erasing machine. <laughs> Dang it. Do, right. you, do you think yes. that's how people feel when they see photos of us? Because often people yeah. will see photos and go, yuck. Yeah, absolutely. Not how I not ex- a, not expecting a, that. Yeah. yeah. If, you've, if you've thus far resisted the urge to Google what we look like, continue on exactly. that. Exactly. But you're also, Frank Walker. and while you're doing that, uh, tell your friends about the podcast. We appreciate yeah, that. And if you could, leave a five-star review on your app of choice. James, you got any reviews there? I do, actually. I've got two right here that I'm bringing up. This oh. one is from Matter Matter Matt, who says, Five stars, by the way. Just did it in app. Any app is fine. Amazing podcast. I rated 10 Vin Diesel oohs out of 10. That's a lot of nice. That's from PJ Money Signs, who also gave us five stars in app. My goodness. Right now, also. I agree. My kids have Australian accents now. Wow, I love this podcast. I love it so much. I listen to it all the time. My kids speak with Australian accents now because I listen to it so much. Now I need new kids. And when they <laughs> get accents, I'll get, I'll get new kids and the cycle will continue. Five stars. Too great. And wonderful reviews. I love that, James. That is terrific. Folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com, at Facebook or Twitter or Bandcamp. You can, uh, let's see, you can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord. If you want to follow some people on the socials first, follow Rob Collings. He edits this podcast. He does all sorts of social media stuff, keeps everybody updated on all the comings and goings of the Weekly Planet. You can follow him at Raw Collings on Twitter and at the Weekly Planet on Twitter. If you can follow, you want to follow me, you can follow me on uh, Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and Nick Mace on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. If you want to support the show, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can check it out go on here, man. You would not miss... Or if you're big spending, you go to bigsandwich.co. Oh, Sign up for nine US dollars per month. You can, James. It's true. Ah. You're slightly behind. You're slightly behind. Uh, you're a couple <laughs> of seconds behind. It out. You're sorting, sorting stuff out. Uh, uh, for nine US dollars per month, you get bonus podcast, movie commentaries, uh, early videos, ad free feed, podcast feed. You got a, uh, a video. Bam, bam, Let's bam, play. Bam, bam, bam. What a time. What a time we're having over there. We genuinely are. We're having a good time. We're having a great time. Speed commentary coming up. I had a very good time with that one. Let me tell you. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rack and Pearl, our musical theme. Yeah. Uh, grab a t shirt over at tpublic.com if you want, or a mug. But you can get a mug. Get a mug, sure. A mug. From anywhere. Get a mug and just, you, you know, that, that, that time, you know, you, you, you open your letterbox and you're like, oh, there's a little box in there. You crack it open, there's a broken mug in there. Right. Yeah, I you agree. Know? It's wonderful. Here's something. Go on. Apparently, I've just seen this at comicbookmovie.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They're, they're saying that um, Adam Driver has signed on. Is this to, a trick? At Reed Richards. No, it's what it says. Here's from Mark Cassidy, oh, yeah. who I know a little bit. Not in person, but. Um, yeah, it's very, so that could have happened. This is why I checked the news at the end because something might have, I might have missed it. Something might have happened, Mason. Mm. So we'll find out. Anyway, anything else? That's the whole show, I think. Next week, a different thing. Different thing. Let's do a superhero showdown. And we did that very recently. When? Last week. Yeah, maybe. But we did that Connor McLeod versus Raiden one twice. That's so true, we did. It's all void. Oh, my God, you're right. whole thing is void. Okay, delete the episode. Delete it, delete it, delete it, delete it. Emergency delete. Uh, Caravan and Garbage this week is on Fast 6 or Fury 6, whatever the fuck it's called. Nice. Thanks, everyone. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye Bye-bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.